What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. I am Joel, joined as always by Ryan. Ryan, how's it going today? Uh, what day is today? Monday, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get in trouble. I I had to cancel on the genre geeks tonight in order to do our show. So. Damn. Why do you have yeah. to check your calendar what? to know what type of day you're having? I just what they know. want you to? What they want you to do? Record. Record yeah, for what? Do this. I don't know. Just Cameron, any, he's been on their show I mean, every week for the last like two months, my guy. Yeah, I don't know what they. Really? I don't know. I don't know what the topic. Is I this we like just, infidelity? I didn't see that movie. Is this yeah, what it feels like to have someone cheat on you? I don't know. I feel well, like I, I, that, I mean that is Cameron that we're also hearing. Cameron, what's <laughs> yeah. up? I feel hey, like I walked into something what... I shouldn't have here. What, what's yeah, that? I, yeah. so I, I do know know what <laughs> I know what that feels like. It, this doesn't feel like that. So Okay. Uh, Sad. You know, I'm gonna move on past that. Uh by introducing <laughs> you may have heard another voice that some of you recognize and some of you may not. Uh you know him from Press Any Key and America's Most Wanted. Please welcome Pat. <laughs> That's true. That's right. I was on America's Most Wanted for five years. Recurring character. Chris Hansen still hasn't found him. That is a different show. Yeah, I was, not, I was not on that show. <laughs> Absolutely not on that show. See, I was well, thinking the, something more of like a train wait, robber, America, you know, like. Oh, is the most sh- wanted thing a gag or is that real? That's a real show, Cameron. Well, I yeah. know, but was he really on it? No, I was not. Oh, on no. America. <laughs> I don't know what that show is. <laughs> he you don't know what like America's Most Wanted is? It's like a lustful thing. He's like, oh, he's the most wanted. No, I, I, I <laughs> didn't know it, if it was real. Like, I don't know what it was. You I'm think sorry. if I was one of America's Most Wanted felons, I was, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go on some podcasts and just... Talk about these dramatic things also, I did. I I want to state that when we started this episode, well, before uh, when it was just me, Ryan, and Joel in the um in the chat, Joel goes, Cameron, you're about to see uh, a mirror image, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you're about to look in the mirror. I'm like, what is he talking about? And it's because this guy Pat, who's our guest, this of guy, course. this guy, yeah. Wow, what what a hospitality! Honestly, you guys are starting Cameron. off strong. Cameron's invited one he, guest in the yeah, entire Cam- show's run. <laughs> How long were they on? Guy. Did they stay long? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, go ahead, Cameron. Guest was actually our first guest, wasn't it? Second, uh, second. Second, second guest. Okay. Um. Yeah, but he does look. He does look a, a lot like me. So yes, yeah, so you should be nicer to him then. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? I don't know. I can, I can't picture Cameron being too nice to himself based on some of the stuff he tells us sometimes. <laughs> true. Um, true. But uh, but Pat, thank you for joining us. Yeah. I know yeah. Pat, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate. I hope you it. Know I'm just busting your balls. No, it's all good. It's Pat. Pat always, uh, anytime we would do like one of those like get together podcast things, he would be like, "Why has no one had me on on their show yet?" (laughs) I'd be announcing it if I had a street corner, I would shout it into a megaphone. I was just like, (laughs) "What is going on here?" And even then, after I shouted it at them, it took it took one of them weeks to be like, "Hey, maybe." You know, hey, so I'm assuming that Joel and Ryan have both met Pat before you. Yeah? Uh, no, this is my no, this first, is first time I, I met Joel. To, oh, I like to treat strangers with a little more respect. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, thank you for that, yeah. by the way. Uh, no, but we will, for those of you at home, uh, just to kind of 
get this out there. Where right else now. would they all be? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't know their car. Have you listened to their podcast before? Some people live. Some people live in their cars. Press any key. Have you listened to that? To just kind of get this out of the way, Pat did tell us recently. Um, that he is going to fly out for I'd Like Refund Day at the Movies. Um, so July 21st, he will be there for Oppenheimer and Honestly, Barbie. I saw that, and I was I considered it like for a split second. <laughs> well, I was you like, know, there's baby. like 10 theaters that have 70 millimeter IMAX. In- out there, and there's one only about hit, 40 Papa, minutes yeah, yeah. away. Oh, it's only about 40 minutes away. In, in, uh, in the city. But, man, it's just... I don't know if I want to go see a movie in New York. I don't know if I want to see 70 millimeter that bad to go to the village. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know. Wait, so where are you at? I'm in New Jersey, but I'm only about about 45 minutes outside the city. Okay, right. That's right. Ryan did say you're on the East Coast. The homeland. Pat, I went to to that area for the first time in my life about, what was it, guys, a month ago now? Uh, Actually, literally a month ago. Oh, where'd you go? I left. Um, I was staying in Philly, and okay. then I drove into D.C., drove into New York two days, okay, so, and then drove whoa. into Baltimore. This is this is a big area. Okay, so <laughs> New York is about where I'm at. Philly is about an hour and a half south. D.C. is four hours away, and I'm pretty sure Baltimore is four hours away, just in the other direction away. Yeah, Philly was like the... We, we just stayed in Philly, and it was like a nice hour and 45 to slash two hours to like everywhere we were possibly going, you know? So, um, But I tried Wawa for the first time, and that was great. So that's, I actually had Wawa what tonight. What is Wawa? Uh, it's just a convenience store that has really good sandwiches oh. as well. Oh, okay. Dude, I Do got they the, not like, have Italian those? On, where are you guys? Aren't you guys on in the West Coast? We're all West SoCal. Coast? Here in Los yep. Angeles. Yeah. yeah, you guys are all in LA. You guys don't have Wawa? No, no, we have Circle K. The fuck? Don't, did, what no, did you just say to me right Circle now? <laughs> we have Circle K. Circle um, K? Yeah. Um, we went to the Jennifer <laughs> Hudson show and got $150, $150 gift card to Circle K. So that's why I proudly use them as our sponsor. All right. Yeah. But what is Circle K? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> it's, a guess. it's like a lesser Wawa. Like a Wawa. Oh, okay. Anything, we don't have anything over here that I would say is close to a Wawa. Really? What about 7-Eleven? Oh, yeah. We got 7-Eleven, I guess, bro. I guess 7-Eleven, but not really. Like, what about after AMPM? experiencing a Wawa, AMPM? I'm like, oh, okay. Mm, what about like a Blimpy? No. Okay. No, we we don't used to have Blimpies, and I and there's some rogue Blimpy out here. Like, there's like there'll be rogue like blimpy. one or two in the, in New Jersey. But um, mm-hmm. there used to be more, but there's still Blimpy out there. No, I don't no, think I so. Seen a no, I think they're gone. They used to have the Blimpy TCBY combos. We had that back in Indiana when I was living out there. That was TCBY. a hell of a combo. What is that? The, it's a Froyo place. Yeah, it's the frozen yogurt place. Yeah, they used to be in the, in the same location. Oh, I thought we were talking about the it. sub shop. So there you go. No, no I well, think he said yeah, it was Blimpy a Blimpy and a... It was a Blimpy like sub a... shop and the frozen oh, yogurt. Oh, wow. They were just like throwing anything together. They're yeah. like, yeah, whatever, you know. It was, it was like Taco Hut, basically. Yeah. Like how it's Pizza Hut and Taco Hut. It's the same thing, but uh-huh. it was such an interesting combo. Um, I have never and... heard of TCBY. It was pretty the good. Con- the country's best yogurt. I didn't know that's what it stood for. <laughs> that's what it stands for. Know, <laughs> all right. Acronyms. I was sitting here trying to figure out what the acronym could possibly be as well. So I'm glad <laughs> somebody looked it up. We just knew the Y part was most likely yogurt. That's as yeah, far as we definitely. were going to get without someone Googling it. Um, but yeah, so Pat, thank you for joining us. Why don't you tell, uh, everybody a little bit about, you know, what you do, what your show's all about, 
kind of what crossed our paths in general to begin with. Um. Okay. Great. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me here, guys. I really appreciate it. You know, after you know, I can only shout for so long. So I was glad <laughs> somebody finally shouted back. Um, and so I host a podcast called Press Any Key. It's a podcast about movies, TV, and video games. However, some of the clips we've been putting out lately, somebody asked me recently, "What's your show about again?" So, um, yeah, we do some we do some fun stuff over there. <clears throat> um, but. Other than that, I, I mean, I'm going to say the word performer. I'm a performer. I feel like an actor. There's like a sense of legitimacy there. Like you got to have like an agent and get paid for it. I'm a performer. I do like yeah, those, regional those theater people. outside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outside of the podcast too. And then I work in technology as well. So that's technologist I by day, performer and Yo, podcaster by night. Like you're like more like a stage performer, right? Is, yeah. Right? Yeah. I just, I mean, like, I just started doing it when I was really young because I couldn't do sports. So, like, uh, okay, uh, it's a medical reason. <laughs> it's oh, not, it's not, it's not just because, like, I'm a bitch or something. Like, it's, it's, oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I do it. Yeah, so, all right. Way to go. So, now that we're, we've arrived here, I'll just say, so I had two open heart surgeries as a baby. Oh my, it is Cameron. Yeah. It is Cameron. You had open heart surgery? Yeah, I've had like five of them. What? All yeah. right. Okay, Damn. so now this is something else. All right. Now we're on to something. Do you also have a peanut bracelet? No. <laughs> Do you want one? <laughs> Should I go get I'm one? Curious. What, what's yeah, the, go get what's one. The, okay, so I've had your heart defect. My, I have what's called trichuspid atresia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. So that. it's basically like hypoplastic left-sided heart syndrome, I guess is like the That's official what my name for it. Dude, she's got it too. Yeah, she's got hypoplastic left heart, yeah. Does she have a Fontan? Yep. I have that too. This is fucking yeah. wild right now. Yeah, it is wild. This is like <laughs> one in every ten thousand live births has yeah. this. It's pretty rare. So um it's turning episode where does your Dr. sister Oz go to the here. doctor i you, dude you and i gotta talk later uh, about this but yeah. uh but <laughs> yeah so i couldn't do sports because of this you know because you know you when you have a, a bunch of custom hardware done on your heart you don't really want to fuck around with that so i decided i mean so i like um first i was like an usher like i was just ushering people to their seats yeah, when i was like in yeah, fifth grade yeah. and i got to watch the show and then my parents had always taken us to Kids Night on Broadway. Like the first Broadway show I ever saw was River Dance, like which is oh wow, um, basically like an Irish jig for two hours. Um, there's no singing, so I wasn't really into that. And then um, they took us to go see Phantom of the Opera when uh, I was third grade, fourth grade. You you saw Fa you saw Phantom at like ten years old. Yeah, and it changed me fundamentally. I was like, I want to mm -hmm. do this. Like, so after that, I started trying out for shows, and then like you know, it's just been it's that's where I am now. It's just that now now that's what I do. I don't know if I'd ever really want to follow it professionally because that's a fucking crazy ass life. Plus, I'm just not that talented. But um, but yeah, I like to do it in in spare time free time it's definitely a passion of mine for sure the thrill of performing doesn't like mess with your heart <laughs> i mean like <laughs> not really I'll, I'll put it like this it's not like it's it, like i'll get like 
there's never a show that I'm gonna do or a character that I'm gonna play that's gonna need that much physical exertion. Like I don't need <laughs> to be able to lift heavy things to be able to sing well. You know what I mean? Like yeah, true. I'm sure it would help, but you know, I, I don't really need it. Do you hear a ticking right now? Yeah, now that you say it, why? Yeah, that's my heart. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. Why do I why do I hear it ticking? Is it Yeah, I've got because I just had a uh was it in twenty twenty one? I I got a valve replacement. They put an artificial valve inside there, so that's my heart now. It makes that ticking noise. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> burying his head in his hands, like just it just all makes it it words. all makes me so it makes me so anxious because like knock on wood explode metal whatever else like i've been very fortunate like i had two major reconstructive heart surgeries and i've had little to no complications for 30 years like yeah, yeah. i've been super lucky so like that's why when i hear people who are like oh i had a valve replacer oh i'm going in for my set i'm just like oh my god my stomach is sick like you know what i mean yeah. like like that like so i try not to like you know, you try not to think about it all the time. You know what I mean? That's that, that's not a healthy way to live. And I did used to, I I lived like that for a minute. And then I was like, you know, what? I'm done with this. I'm, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. So I might as well just enjoy it while I'm Hell here. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So go out on a blaze of glory. Me eating Taco Bell the sixth time <laughs> for the day. Exactly. Oh, and you want to know what? Me Being conscious of it, it did make me want to be like healthier. So I started working out. I started eating like chicken and rice and like more vegetables and fruit and stuff. And like. I started to lose, I started to lose weight and my body started to, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, my body started to grow differently and like, you know what I mean? Started to put on muscle and everything, which is not something that a heart patient can do very well. So once again, that's something I'm really fortunate about. Yeah, so that's see, why it's like, I've got, Cameron, when do you get to now. that part, Cameron? I've got sources now. What do you mean? Well, because they, they always go, well, Cameron, you're always, you're such a wimp. You don't grow any muscle. So this man, he, this man knows. It's uh, it's hard. Yeah, he just said he did it. Yeah, yeah. but like, bro. So <laughs> all right, like, all right. the, so like, the the one. If anything, if anything, you have a source that you should be able to do it. Yeah. And you're just not doing. Hey, it. listen. Right, well, I am not a physician. Diseases. I'm not a cardiologist. You consult with your cardiologist about what you can and can't do. But my cardiologist is like, hey, get in there and pump iron, because you know, by the time you're 45, if all goes well, it's really gonna be your knees that you want to worry about, not your heart. So. God. You know, <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, doctors are so fun. I know. Um, All right. So anyway, now that that uh, that um weird cosmic event is over, man, um, that's wild. That I can't wild. wait for you guys to show heart to heart. Just a little. little I'm gonna go home now. Podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh that was great, Joel. Good job by that. Thank you. Um, yeah. What but, I'm here uh, for. All right. Well, let's um. I mean, Pat, obviously we discussed with you the format of the show, some of the fun stuff we got ahead. But before we get into all that, um, has anything been going on since last time we recorded, guys, that we just really haven't touched on? I know, I think, Cameron, you said you might have had something leading into this. Um, No, I mean, I didn't really have anything. Oh, about. never mind. I just wanted you to literally to you. said you did. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I had something I want to talk about. I didn't say that something happened. Okay, well, what's the thing that you want to talk about? Oh, well, I just wanted to say that I've been watching the new season of The Bear. Oh. Oh, okay. Is anyone watching that? Yeah. Not yet. I'm halfway through. You're halfway through? Yet. Mm -hmm. I got things to do. So did you finish episode five? Is that what episode you just finished? No, I guess technically not halfway through. Okay. So I'll, I'll be halfway through tonight after I watch episode five. Okay. Awesome. It's so good. This season is so good. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, st 
I still don't understand why they pivoted to just dumping the whole season all at once. I don't really um, know why they chose to do that. I think the f- the first season they did a full release at the same time. Are you sure? I thought that was yeah. Weekly. I was gonna say I think so. I think they dumped the whole first thing. I could be wrong, but at the same time, it's an FX show, right? Technically, well, yeah, but it's, it's, on it's a Hulu. Hulu. That's weird. I, I thought I don't only think FX got I, the movies, not the shows. I don't think it was. <laughs> I think it's straight to Hulu. Like it's an FX on Hulu show, right? Like they're going yeah. with the FX branding, but it's not playing on like the tv channel fx oh, it's not like it's not like sunny where like sunny's an fx show and then yeah. they just happen to put yeah, the episodes yeah, yeah. on hulu this one's like a collab basically you know have um, you guys ever watched um fx's content like have you watched the, the stuff that they make sorry really quick they did release all of season one at one time oh okay, okay. thank you um uh like what you, what type of content they, they just have like their shows are really really interesting and like the talk about a a channel that just goes like all out and like tries new things like i'm going to pull up um um (laughs) some of their shows um like there's a there's a show called man seeking woman with um i don't know how it's pronounced jay burchell what's the jay baruchel yeah baruchel um jay baruchel they, See, I uh, used to say bear shell, but then someone told me I was wrong. Um, well, someone, someone's an idiot. Thanks a lot, Cameron. They did. <laughs> uh, they did Justified. They did Fargo. Um, they've done, you know, the Bear. Um, you know, American Horror Story. Which say what you will, but um, you know, American Crime Story came from that, and that shows pretty. An, an uh, American pretty Horror great. Story. Five will goes west. Uh, yes, we're all familiar. Um, under the banner of heaven. I don't know if that's you guys that, watched that. That's that Garfield, Garfield. show. Yeah. Yeah. With the lasagna um, and all that. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's see. Uh, you're the worst. What we do Are in you, the shadows. Is this segment American? just every, yeah. just, <laughs> just running through every what? FX show? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> He's taking back, t- Pat's taking back his yells to be on his show. He's like, ah, never mind. I don't want to do this anymore. Well, no, I was I I was literally I was listing off the shows that they've done. Cameron's like, are... you know, guys, I think Warner Brothers does a good job. I'm just gonna list off some of their movies here. Um, Casablanca. Well, yeah, that's my what... fair late. My well, it just goes. Yeah, I was, I was talking about the the good show. That's literally what I said. I said I said I'm gonna go through their roster and name some of their great shows, and that's why I did. I didn't know it was gonna like, be all of them. Yeah. That's not all of them. Atlanta. Um, keeps talking, going. That's, Atlanta, that's not all like, of them. Here is a resume. <laughs> no, and like that's what I'm saying. Like they, they really try some new things with their um their development slate they've got over there. Their development execs over at FX, I think, are doing a great job. And yeah, the Bears a great job. example of that. Good so. job, Disney. Good job. We love you, Disney. Um well, I mean, well, they own them, so well, you know. Yeah, Dis- Disney out here trying to recoup that Pixar money uh, by releasing good shows uh, from FX. Um, Pat, have you seen any of the recent releases that have come out in the theater? I don't think we've course, uh, talked- of course. What have you seen? Did oh. you see? Like, did you see Fl- Flash? I did you saw see the that? Flash. Yes, I did. Uh, I I Joel, put out. I Joel, put you're out. The- Joel, I was- you're the only one that hasn't seen it, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm planning a wedding. Yeah, well, I mean, it's still. Well, a Jesus away, Christ! But... I mean, like, I mean, I'm planning a wedding too, but I could take two hours out of a forty hour, out of a ninety-six Damn. hour a week to this, go like, see the like, Flash. 
I don't have this free time that Ryan and Cameron have to see like eight it's movies like, a week. It's, I will say okay, all right. I will say this. It is it is it is strange. I will say this. It is I find it strange that like I go to the movies so often, like it's nothing. Like I'm there for like at most three hours once a week. Like that's the most sometimes I'll hit a, a Saturday morning. When some people are like yeah, I just don't have time to make it to the movies. Or in the in a world where A list exists, they're like, "Yeah, I just can't afford to see all those movies." Do you have A list? I'm just like, "Who are you, broke, busy people?" Just like, oh, with, no, I, I will come to defend no time myself or here. money to go to the movies. I will come to defend myself here, and I and I've defended myself. I don't know how many times against these guys, and whatever. I don't care what they say. Uh, I am sure sounds in, like you do. I am insanely busy. Like there are a lot of times where it's like, oh, if I'm going to see a movie, I'm I have to be seeing a movie that's starting at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Like wow. I almost went I almost went and saw um, I was going to see uh, what's it called? Asteroid City last night. And my option was to see like an 1130 showing or not see it. And so if we didn't record today, I was going to go see it today. So instead, I'm going to go see it tomorrow or whatever. And it's going to have to be like a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock show or something. Well, um, so. Meanwhile, Cameron gives me crap because he's like, well, I was in the movie theater six times this uh, week. So. <laughs> um, I, either way, though, yeah, I saw The Flash recently. We did a we did an episode on it at Press Any Key. You guys can go find that on all social media at Press Any Key or YouTube channel or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you fuck you. Li- it's, it's out there. Just go check it out. Um, wherever you listen to your podcast pretty hey, much ours is there <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you just got to type in the search bar and we're there um there you go yeah i found it to be pretty abhorrent uh as yeah. a film hey i I, I was so worried when i i like i, I, like, I think like, i, I think like there's like i think there's an attempt at like an emotional center and i think in the hands of more capable people it would have come together a little bit better but unfortunately, oh, that's not the case. Um, interesting. When you say capable people, who are you specifically referring uh, to? The executives at the time that the film was being developed, not uh, Andy as a director, because okay. I think Andy has makes a. I listen. If you look at Andy's Rotten Tomato scores, they're all pretty much in the same like ballpark, besides yeah. for um, it chapter one, yeah. and like that's that's a fantastic movie. I love that movie. Um, I like I like all of his movies, so uh, I'm glad that he's well not well not this one. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, but uh, I'm glad that um, I'm glad that he's getting a crack at a new Batman, which I think that's is where I was. Yeah, even though I think that I that might this. be a miscalculation so soon. Okay. Yeah. No, that's yeah, what I wanted to there. talk about. I think I, he's a I, terrible I, director for Batman. Oh my. Oh that, my God. No, that's Whoa. not what I was saying. <laughs> this is no, I think he's a bad this is incorrect. <laughs> This is not I what I was that. saying like, at all. Like, yeah, I, I was saying, and then say worse things. I, I was, that. I was saying that I don't think it's exactly a smart idea to launch a Batman movie, a new franchise, while you haven't finished your current one, because that's exactly that was exactly kind of the problem going into the going into this mess. You know what I mean? So I think they I should. Will, uh, I think they should let Pattinson and. Matt Reeves finish what they gotta do or just cancel it. Like Oh, like cancel the Batman or yeah. cancel or like cancel the one that's not coming no, no, yet? No, no, cancel the... Okay, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's not a good idea to have 
two Batman franchises right. going on at the same time. Yeah, I'm saying, I agree with you. That's probably not the smartest idea. So what I am saying is that they should either cancel the Matt Reeves one before it gets off the ground, like the franchise, um, or you better hope to God that the, the audience can figure out the distinction because most yuppies can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just... it's. You know, like you ever think about that? There's all these film nerds on the internet that start podcasts and tweet about shit all the time. Yet, like they're they're not even people. the ones that fuel <laughs> the box office. It's all the yuppies that come oh. like, oh, I saw the commercial for this. Like, who are these people? You know what I mean? It is yeah. so funny. <laughs> and then those same people go see the same movie again and again, and that's how it gets to a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing. No movies really get to a billion dollars anymore. That's what um, we've had. We we've literally had, just had Avatar come out. We've had what four since the pandemic, right? Mario, Avatar, um, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, and I mean, well, it's it's not Doctor it's a Strange lot of got you know very close. Billion dollar <laughs> movies out there, right? Like, there's a there's a yes, there is. There's a lot of those now. There's there's, there's not like, a lot. There's like over thirty different directors that have done it at least once like and there's only there's one a... that has done it and been to the bottom of the deepest part of the ocean <laughs> hell yeah also true i mean i think four over a three-year time or four-year time period that we're on right now isn't like like i wouldn't consider that a lot like i i think that's a, a pretty decent like one averaging one a year basically i don't know if anything else this year is gonna I mean, get to a billion dollars oh i know uh, there's one there's absolutely one that's going to make it to a billion, and that's because it's critic proof. Is it Dune? No, it's um. Oh, uh, dude, Dune will be lucky to make is three it... three hundred million. Um. <laughs> oh no. Uh, God, what is it? The fuck is it's coming out this week? I'm going to see it on. Oh, Thursday. Blue Beetle. No, uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh no. Don't let Indiana don't Jones let them fool making... you. Don't let no, them fool Indi- you. Indiana Jones. Don't let them fool you. Listen. Indiana Jones reported production budget is two hundred and ninety-five million. Yeah. If did if Disney has to fucking roll a boulder uphill, right? Bob Iger himself has to do that to make that to get that movie to make a billion dollars. It will. Rest is sh- its break even point is nine hundred million. Okay, like Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Um, well, the the, d- the the but the 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 one thing I did want to say on top of that was just like. Don't let the nostalgia fool you. Temple of Doom did not get good reviews when it came out, and that thing made shit ass loads of money too. Okay, Indiana Jones is critic proof. King of the Crystal Skull was the number two highest grossing movie of two thousand and eight. That's beh- that's one behind um, the Dark Knight. Okay, like, and that movie was ass too. Okay, it's gonna make a billion dollars. Wait, did you just say the Dark Knight was ass? No, 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 no. King of the Crystal oh, okay. Skull is he ass. You said that movie was ass too. I, was like, I have a whole like, shelf of um, Batman figures. Believe okay. me, I'm a huge um, Dark Knight fan. Okay, so going on, India, going off with Indiana Jones real quick. Um, you know, in the trailer, when Phoebe Waller Bridge and Harrison Ford, they like push the boulder. Um, Do I, know I guess. Uh, okay, there's a shot where they push the boulder in the trailer, and I'm gonna be really annoyed because the whole thing's time travel, where they try to connect that to in uh, the first movie, Raise oh, the Lost Ark. Run- when he's running away from the boulder, it's like, oh well, they were the ones who pushed it the whole time. I've heard some more do. I've heard some even more dubious shit than that. If you if you guys want to buckle up your seatbelts, 
You're like Joel's just sitting there right now. Yeah, Joel's like, I don't really know anything about this. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. If whether or not that's true, we'll see. If if Cameron's if Cameron came out here and said something that he knows, that I would be pissed off. I I, have, no, I, I listen. I, I listened to a review recently that said a lot of shit that was on the internet, like a lot of stuff that's like being out there, is like not even close to being true. Like okay, um, but it's but it's also still like some batshit crazy stuff is gonna happen. Uh, I don't think it's that actually no i don't i don't think i i originally i thought it was going originally i thought it was going that way because i heard that they were going to time travel through all of the different movies and god and like a time and like a avengers endgame type of situation which i think would be would have been cool (laughs) and but i also heard that the climax of the movie uh which i don't think is the case anymore i don't even think it's close to the what what it's going to be but I originally heard the climax was they meet the in indie old in, indie in the present meets indie in the past, and the only way that they win or defeat the bad guys is indie in the past sacrifices himself, thus erasing himself from the timeline. And Phoebe Waller Bridge was supposed to pick up this series on Disney Plus, but now that has been canceled, and this shit has been reshot like six different times at this time. Um, and yeah, I heard it's it's not that anymore i just don't know why they decided to take the indiana jones franchise and look i get it like in the original trilogy there was a lot of stuff that was very supernatural happening and whatnot but like (laughs) i don't know they just like really jumped the shark with a lot of this stuff and it's like i don't know it pushes it i'm sorry i disagree heavily okay (laughs) they literally put god in a box and then put that box in a fucking warehouse full of other spooky otherworldly shit like yeah, that's no, what i'm and saying I, and i love that but like i don't know like I, in the I, fourth movie really he sets a bunch of soviets on fire with a jet engine after stealing an alien skull after knocking over the original box that had the box with God in it, like I'm fine with all of it. It's uh, just the execution of it all. Like, can they pull it off? Like, am I gonna give a shit about the characters? Is it gonna be weird, cringy dialogue? Or is the action gonna be good? Like, is the CGI gonna be good? These are all things that the Flash did wrong, and I hated it. So I'm kind of hoping that <laughs> Indiana Jones See, can pull one that's out. Why, that's why I'm. That's why I'm scared about Andy directing uh, the new the new Batman movie. Is like, you know, I think of, I you know, I think of Batman. Like, why Nolan's trilogy was so great, and like, you look at Nolan's trilogy, <laughs> and it still looks absolutely amazing because of how realistic everything was and because of how he filmed it and um the flash looks like absolute garbage and like is he gonna try and bring that over to the batman series like to brave in the bold like that that's scary because flash it felt like half of those scenes those those people weren't in the same room with each other um uh, you know that was probably because it was shot during covid so that probably had something to do with it Um, but it, then again, I mean, so is Spider-Man No Way Home, and that looks significantly better. But that also had the Marvel and Disney content machine behind it. Look, I think the whole thing with The Flash was that they didn't know what the fuck to do with this movie. They reshot it so many times. <laughs> also, I think after the corporate buyout, Zaslav came in and was like, no more money for this shit, and didn't finish the effects. Because you want to know what? 
everyone talks about how bad the VFX are in the movie. One of the greatest visual effects is in front of you the entire movie, and you want to know how I know it's great is because not a single person has brought up how it's looked, and that's what the best visual effects look like. There's two fucking berries the whole movie. Yeah, There's two yeah, fucking yeah. berries, and nobody said shit about it. That means it's amazing. Like, I guarantee you they focused 90% of what budget they did had after the buyout on those berries and maybe a couple scenes here. I think the, the chrono bullshit, like, you know how, like, he, like, runs into, like, the, you know... And like he sees the timeline and all that shit. I think that's supposed to look the way that it does, but the also, babies for look awful. For, every, for everyone listening, everything that's been talked about so far has been in the trailers, so we yeah. have not spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So far. The, just to clarify, the babies look awful. The desert stuff looks awful. The the stuff at the end looks like the fucking iPhone screensaver. Like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. So I actually I actually found out uh, the babies were filmed in the parking lot at Warner Brothers. So nice. Uh, yeah. Just on with like a giant blue screen behind them, basically. Yep. yep. It was oh, filmed over where the film archive used to be. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. you know what's interesting about uh you we were t- Pat kind of talked a little bit about like just DC as a whole a little bit. One thing I always find hilarious is that it is almost the beginning of July and we're like five, five and a half, six months away from Aquaman two and no one knows a single thing about it yet. I've heard that it's cool. awful. I've heard it's the worst. Yeah, we all know that it's awful. And like, you want to yeah, know what? There's nothing more fashionable for DC to do than to go out on one really big pile of shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Imagine if DC, like there's a, there's a world out there. There's a timeline where Aquaman two is the fucking, the mega comic book movie that we've been looking for for all these years, and it's it's the new gold standard. That ain't the timeline we're living in. No, like it's not this one. it's gonna go out like any it's gonna go out like any DC movie would. It's gonna open up to fucking forty million dollars. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? It's gonna have horrible reviews. <laughs> There's gonna be a fucking campaign to try and get the reviews up as high as possible. They're gonna meme the fuck out of it. What celebrities are gonna send tweets out saying it's the best movie they've ever seen? Who are we gonna get <laughs> tweets from this Tom time? Cruise uh, is all, he's like, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the, so the writer, funny. the writers from Game of Thrones are gonna give their endorsement on Aquaman too, and they're trustworthy, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh Oh God! Oh, we could we could shit talk DC forever um, because it's fun. Um, but uh, I did want to ask you, Pat, real quick. Like, since like we only we steered right into the Flash, but you said you've seen a lot of stuff recently. What's the best movie you've seen this year so far? Uh, uh Across the Spider Verse, by far, hands okay. down. Okay, um, hands down. Okay, that is nice. also the best animated film I've ever seen in my life. That is the best multiverse movie I've seen in my life. It's the only other Spider-Man movie. Uh, it's I, I have Spider-Man two is my favorite Spider-Man movie, but this is the only film Spider-Man movie that's come out that I've been like, maybe there is room for another one. Uh, it's, I think it's that good. It's, it's just an absolute work of art from one end to another and tells an incredibly compelling story in an, in a cool um, unique way. Have you guys seen that movie yet? Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah, we, yeah we've all fucking all unreal. It. If that movie, did, how that movie needs to be nominated for best picture. And right I now, ask, I haven't seen I anything that. that even comes close to how good that was. Like, don't get Do me wrong, I loved it? Guardians three, but it's not that. Yeah, 
Oh no. Do we do we have any other films this year that like is Air gonna get nominated for Best Picture? Like he, if, like I don't think so. No, but, like, dude, I know they're it's done, they're 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 okay, done so giving I Affleck think... Oscars, bro. It's over. <laughs> I think that um All right. They're I like, listen, man, you got J Lo, you got Batman, and she's putting your thirst traps on Twitter. It's over. God, okay. That, that that picture she posted, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she cropped out I, his uh, dick. She did. I know. I think that the um I think that this year is just absolutely stacked for best picture. So towards the end um, of the year though. Well, yeah, but that's how it always well, is, right? They put something yeah, out on December 29th. It, yeah. It won't start till uh, probably until the Oppenheimer Bar- Barbie weekend really. That'll be the kickoff of like award season films cuz I don't like it's kind of well, what like Cameron you might have a different opinion. I don't really know if anything else this year well, August, is in like real uh, contention. August is always the dead zone. You know what no. I mean? August never has anything good come out, and September's like I feel like September's like where you, you, there's a nice little drop here and there. October's always the fucking horror movies, and then like November is like oh the the Marvels is coming out and it's Thanksgiving everyone so let's I feel be thankful. Like, um, yeah, I feel like so far this year, Air and Asteroid City are the two movies that have come out that have. Um, Real Oscar sh- best picture shots. Um, I think okay. it'll be tough for both of them, but yeah. I think I, I give I give Air and Asteroid City um, the possibility of being big, um, nominated for best picture. You um, think Spider Verse is going to get nominated, Cameron? It has to. Do I think it'll get nominated for best picture? I Honestly, yeah. I could really. I could see it getting nominated for best picture. I think that like, I think that the energy that, um, that they, that the, um, Academy brought and that a lot of people in the Academy brought for black Panther could be there for, um, for across the spider verse. Can I, um... I, I I think that there's a chance that this one, that it would get nominated, but again, it's a very, 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 very stacked year. Can, uh, can I be honest with you guys about the Academy? No. Oh, okay. I'll just I'll lie about it then. You want me to lie about it <laughs> yeah. instead? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that the Academy made a huge mistake last year, not at least nominating the Batman for cinematography, because even wow, the cinematographer okay. who won, Roger Deakins was like the only reason that the Batman hasn't won best cinematography for this year is because of pure prejudice against a genre. And he's absolutely who shot, correct. Who shot the Batman? Was was it Greg Frazier? Yes, it was. And like that was the best shot thing I saw all year. It's also yeah, that was, was the best movie I saw all year. And it and and Roger Deakin spoke up and was like the only thing reason this is not getting nominated is because it's a comic book movie. When That's sad. when like a Batman movie like was the reason that the Academy, the last time a Batman movie that was that massive came out, the Academy moved from five pictures to 10 pictures because mm-hmm. people said it was cheated that it didn't get nominated. Cause mm-hmm. you know, back then you didn't just have to have, uh, your summer blockbusters actually had to be great to make a billion dollars. You know, it wasn't just a name, you know, are you saying there's summer blockbusters that have made a billion dollars that weren't very good? Yes. Is that, is that what you're saying to Absolutely. us right now? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So yeah, bold. <laughs> yeah, I think this year is like ridiculous. Like I'm looking at the the movies coming out, and like um, 
I would say like Killers of the Flower Moon is an absolute lock. I mean, there's no way that picture that movie doesn't get nominated for best picture. I feel like what if it sucks? Yeah, did that? It, well, did that other right, one? Did that other reviews. one get nominated that he did? Yeah, yeah. camera, camera. What's that other one called? Camera? The other three and a half hour one. We're all oh, old and everyone's dead. A, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon's getting a nomination. Oppenheimer's getting a nomination. Dune Two is getting a nomination. Um. The Color Purple's getting one. Um, I think, I think the zone of interest, uh, will be a nomination. And so what is that? Like six right there. Um, then you have Maestro, which is the Bradley Cooper one, the mm -hmm. big, and that one, that one has got a lot of early Oscar buzz on it. Although I've heard mm -hmm. test screenings have not been great for that. Um, yeah, I meant to ask you guys since you guys like uh, did you you guys work at the studios, right? Uh, I'm the only one that works at the studio. Yeah. So like we all used to though. So like, let me ask you a question. Uh, how how accurate are the test screening reportings? Do you know how accurate those are? Okay, so when it comes to test screenings, essentially, um, they're they're kind of useless. Um. The the only thing that test screenings are really good for is seeing what the general audience is going to think of it. Um, and because the people that I mean, the people that they're inviting to come see these test screenings are people who um, some of them care about movies, but some of them, I mean, they pay you thirty dollars to go watch a movie. Mm. You just have to go give them your night and you're like, OK, yeah, I'll go see a movie for, you know, free. And, you know, some of them know nothing about movies at all uh they just know that they you know want to go see a free movie um and so it the director of um oh the director of annabelle i don't remember his name he just did um sandberg yeah so which, he, yeah, which... he released a good yeah he just did shazam he just he really he has a good video on it on youtube um youtube's phenomenal period yeah, and and I can tell you, having sat in on some of those, um, on some because I've been in a couple focus groups, uh, when I've gone to test screenings, some of the stuff the people say in those focus groups are literally the dumbest things I've ever heard. Like they give <laughs> the absolute dumbest suggestions of things that were missing or that they wanted to see in the movie or that you know they thought what like they understood it like just people i saw a movie um obviously i can't give details but part like part of the joke was how like over the top something was and it was just like making fun of the fact that like this thing is it, it, an issue right it was using exaggeration uh and hyperbole to kind of make fun of everything and i kid you not there was someone who raised their hand who sat right next to me and they're like yeah so like i don't know why they would say that's a good thing because like that's actually a really bad thing and so the fact that they were making it like look like it was good is not i i think that's a bad idea and it's just like they, like these people have never like read a book you know like they don't know what like like literary analysis is or like what critical thinking is and these are the people who are you know sending their ideas to how to make the movie better right better um so they're kind of useless other than getting an idea of 
is the regular Joe Schmo going to like the movie? Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. So yeah. I'm just updating our uh our box, like our Rotten Tomato draft thing that we did uh at the beginning of the year. Uh most of our movies have come out except for Cameron, who's still waiting for almost all of his. Um, Mission Impossible, I, baby. Yo, that I movie's gonna this be is, fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, that movie looks great. Um all right, well, does anyone else have anything that they want to bring up? Because I know Pat's got a couple of yeah, topics I mean, we got to talk about. So. Go straight into... Yeah, no, let's get into them. Well, you guys asked me, is there anything I'd like a refund on? And the first thing that came to mind was life. But I figured that you get that quite a lot. I figure most people would be like, you know what? I think it's time to trade the old girl in, you know? Like if you if you really sat down and thought about it, most people would probably suggest that one. So that's fair. It's a very um, cynical we, answer, you know. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> we because we got these shirts from Sticker Mule or whatever site we ordered it from, and um, it said I'd like a refund on it. And my girlfriend wore it when we were going to the movie theater, and the lady, the chick who's uh, checking our tickets, she's like, "Oh, I loved your shirt." And Paolo is like, oh, yeah, it's my boyfriend's podcast. And she goes, oh, it's a podcast thing? And my girlfriend was like, yeah. And the chick was like, oh, I just thought it meant, like, I'd like a refund on life. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was great because I want a refund on life. And they were like, oh, damn, okay, that's uh, that's pretty depressing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, put a gun in my mouth. Anyway, um, so. All right, well, <laughs> well why don't we uh... – why don't we catch our breath from that one and throw ourselves to a quick ad break and we'll come back. Oh, is that too much? This episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast is brought to you by Popple, the number one selling digital business card. Now, as we all know, so much of our personal and professional lives these days exists online. So being able to share that information as quickly and efficiently as possible is key. And with Popple, it couldn't be easier. So like with a quick tap of your Popple device, so for instance, I have a Popple card, all of your contact info is instantly shared to whoever you're connecting with. So you just kind of tap it against their phone and it shares your customizable homepage that has links to your social media, websites, portfolios, and one of my favorites, even payment apps. So let's say I just went and got a burrito with my friends, I paid for everybody. I'm like, hey, you got to pay me for that burrito. I tap my card. All my links come up. They can click right there on my Venmo, and they can share me that burrito money. So if you're interested in grabbing yourself a Popple, which I highly recommend because these things are freaking great, whether you're using it for personal use, professional use, use our code of ILAR20 for 20% off of your Popple orders. That's I-L-A-R, all caps, 20 for 20% off your Popple order. Or go to our bio. We've got a link in our bio. You'll see a little Popple thing in our link tree that'll take you right to the page. Thank you again, Popple. And now back to the show. All right, Pat. So I, you have what? Two more for us, right? After uh, uh, three. After you, three. Oh, so three, you yeah, still I'll have say. three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if life counted as one of them. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. That was the joke. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So, have, all right. So, do you one... have a, do you have like a, what you would consider like, like a pecking high, order? Like, yeah. Like, like, to work for like work your way up to the one that you would consider like your worst one. Oh uh, yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. Okay, so let yeah let's start from the the one you feel the least strongly about and work our way towards the big one. Okay, so the the one I feel least strongly about, uh, my college education. I'd love okay. a refund <laughs> on that shit. 
Because, man, what a waste that was. I mean, like, listen, it was great for what it was. You know, I basically paid money to go have sleepovers with my friends for nine months out of the year and do a little work here and there. Um, and all this, I don't think there's a single thing I learned in my college classes that I use daily to keep a roof over my head. So yeah, absolute waste. And now yeah, I, I, I now know. I owe them. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. I don't know if it's the same at every school. Um, like I went to like a, fairly small private school so things could have just been different there but so did I. there were so okay so there were you like declare your major when you go into college and they're like yeah but you still it's like what do you want to do oh i want to work in uh digital media production they're like great you have to take two ac accounting classes first though it's like what why do i have to do that like why is that like i mean it's like honestly it's like you're i get what you're saying and i think I don't hate the idea of people taking gen eds in the sense of like, this is a basic education that I think everybody should have. You should know what, how to balance a checkbook, how to account your money, like econ basic economics, basic history, like all that shit I feel like should absolutely be taught in a classroom. I feel like those are definite life skills. Um, however, uh, the idea that you go to college to declare a major and study something specifically and then you still have to do two years of an education before you even get to do that, I find to be absolutely asinine. That is fucking yeah. stupid. Like, that was dumb. But I was one of those guys that, like, I didn't follow the curriculum. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I, like, I was a senior in, like, a 100-level class because, like, I, I had to take an elective or something. So, like, you know... It's like I'm with all these freshmen and I'm 22. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> they all—they're all coming up to you after class, like, "Hey, man, can you buy us beer?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, "Hey, man, can you get me cigarettes?" It's like, "What? You can get cigarettes. You can get those. <laughs> those yeah, smoke. You don't need me for those. No, New Jersey, yeah. it's 19. Oh, that's right. It is. And New oh. Jersey is 19. Ryan, Ryan was ripping darts at like 16. So. Ripping still, I mean, darts. The dairy man darts. over here. <laughs> ripping I darts. Mean, New, Jer New Jersey's pretty wild. It's one of the only the two states in continental America where you can't pump your own gas still. Yeah. So. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love here's what I what I what I liked about college was that I met a bunch of people that I have lifelong friendships with. Um, I mean, I do the pod two of them. I do the podcast with. And I got to have quite a lot of adventures and positive social interactions that I will cherish for the rest of my life and reminisce every single time I, you know, have a re reunion with those people. But ultimately, goddamn, yo, it was expensive. Like I, like that shit's got to go. You know, so you're not re you're not referring to particularly the experience of college. You're referring to the experience I guess, for of lack college. Of term, is you're referring to more so like the structure of like yeah, yeah. college as a whole. The, I think like what's how, important, like, like I think what's important, um, and when you go to college is to get the full experience, like you're spending the money, like go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. do the weird shit, go to the eyes wide shut party. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one's supposed to talk about it anyway. <laughs> you know, what's going to happen? What about uh, Joel Cameron? <laughs> feel free to jump in here. Talk about oh, so I was where gonna you say, sit on this I, topic. I feel very like 
my college experience is obviously different. I went to more, I guess, of a trade school, my film school mm-hmm. that I went to. So like I did have like sort of these gen ed classes that I had to take, but the majority I'm- of the curriculum was based around film in general, right? Like everyone kind of had their thing that they focused on. So for me, I focused mostly on directing cinematography type stuff and then writing. Right. And there were other people who they just wanted to produce. So they're all, their whole focus was all about producing. There was all the people that wanted to work in posts and whether it was, you know, editing post sound, whatever it was, they wanted to work in post. So like we all kind of had our focuses, but we still all took like the same, just general film courses as we went along. But I think where I would want to refund on it is I went into this growing up, always loving film. I was making, you know, videos and stuff with, with all my buddies as they would, you know, grew up and went through high school and whatnot, but going into the school, like I didn't have any prior experience with most of this stuff, you know, besides what I just knew and would do on my own. Like I didn't have any production experience. I didn't know, you know, what half the positions on a film set did all kinds of stuff. Like it was, I don't want to say new to me, but it was like so much of it that I was still learning. Right. So I was so heavily focused on the actual, you know, like curriculum and the knowledge and really learning everything as much as I can. That I think one thing I really didn't focus on much on as much on, like you're talking about, Pat, is the experience. And on top of that, really like the networking aspect of it. Right. So like, yeah, I would go to these different events and whatnot. Like I would hang out with the people that I knew. You know, it was just so easy to kind of hang out with the people that I know. And I'm really like, I'm open. Like, I, I love meeting new people and, you know, talking to you know random people and kicking up conversations or whatever. Not that it didn't happen, but like looking back, there's so many times where like, especially now I see some of these people that I went to school with and they're, you know, working <laughs> on whatever, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, like had I just talked to you like a little bit more, like maybe I'd be right there with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and- no, I get it. I like how... um you're like, yeah, I didn't get the full experience because I was studying too hard. Where like me, yeah, exactly. the exact opposite was I didn't get the full experience because I was a fucking dumbass. Like <laughs> I like went away for a freshman year to a school. Um, and I will, I don't want to name it cause I don't want to call anybody out. <laughs> I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but, um, I went out for a year and the reason that I went was just to get away. I was just like, I need to get mm-hmm. the fuck out of this town. Very pop punk of me. I know. So, um, so I, uh, I, I went there for a year. I fucking failed. Like there's no, there's no two ways about it. I failed. And then, um, I came home and I restarted again at County school. And of course, cause you know, it's Middlesex County college, you know, oh, shit. All right, whatever. Well, I went to Middlesex County college <laughs> and then for two years and then, uh, it, and you know, it wasn't exactly difficult, but you know, I, I, I had a little bit more structure, you know, I wasn't, the, the thing was, is I wanted to leave, but I wasn't ready to leave because I was, a, you know, I was a dumbass. And then, um, yeah. And then once I figured out how to be an adult, I moved back out to another, you know, to, you know, after I finished my associates mm-hmm. and then finished up my bachelor's and like played in a band and everything and like lived my own life. And then, you know, once that was over, I came back and was an adult. So yeah, I, I don't know. My point is, is just that. Um, what I used to make money now, I didn't learn there and that's what they sold me on. And I want that back because that is fraud. So <laughs> yeah, is there okay. no justice well, in this world? <laughs> no, not really. Not when it comes to as high of finance as student loan debt. I'll say, um, don't get me started uh, on it, but, uh, Cameron, I got the next one here. If you, uh, oh, let's, well, I want to hear what Cameron has to say about, uh, about the college aspect, because that's a boy who loves to talk about his college experience. <laughs> 
Do I? <laughs> well, it's mostly referring to uh, when we had the uh, when we shot the uh, what did we what was that thing that we did? Uh, the mockumentary uh, thing. Yeah, the mockumentary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, no. As soon as as soon as Pat said something about college, man, I you know I wish that like I had someone to tell me what I could have told myself after I was done with college, uh, which was. Uh, I went to UC San Diego. Uh, I wish they would have told me, hey, you want to work in the film industry? Go to a move to Los Angeles. Go to a community college down in Los Angeles. Try and, you know, work oh, on I short think films. about this. I think about this all the time. And I just, yeah, I don't know. Is, yeah. yeah. If, and I do I, I this do exact plan. Well. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I agree. And like the thing, the thing is, though, that no one's parents are ever told that when they're shopping yeah. college. You know what I mean? They, yeah. oh, you want to move on campus? You want to when when my kids eventually go to college and be like, what do you want to do? They're like, you know, if I'm lucky, I want to be a guitar player. All right, sick. Then I'm just gonna put you somewhere where they do that, and then go do that with those people, and eventually you'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead yeah. of like, oh, I'll send you to school where you go learn a bunch of shit, and then you could do guitar in your spare time. No, fuck that. You want to be a guitar player? Go be one. Yeah. Like go figure yeah. it out. Go figure it out in your early 20s. You know what I mean? Or it, your late it teens. Really, it really feels like <laughs> like the major universities and things like that aren't really the best route to go. It's more the trade school route. Like, because at least in the, like, like, if more things were like trade school focused, it'd be an easier way to just kind of pinpoint, you know, this 18 year old kid wants to do this. They can go do this. And granted, not everybody going into college knows exactly what they want to do. And I think yeah. those types of, those major universities. Well, where let's it's be like, clear. Like, no, not a single person that goes into college knows what they want to do. They have an idea. Yeah. They yeah, say they idea. Yeah. it's like my entire life. I was my, my entire college experience. I was like, uh, I want to work in business and I'm good with websites. That's all I knew. I didn't know yeah. that I was going to be an X, Y, you know what I mean? Like, so really, you yeah. know, you know what I mean? There's very few people who really know what they want to do, you know? Like yeah, at I, that I, age, I, you know, a lot of a lot of us are still figuring it out. So, <laughs> well, um, some yeah. of us know what we wanted and it didn't work out. So, yeah, also, also, <laughs> also yeah, true. Fair enough. So, um, uh, I got so, this next so one before, here for you, though. Before before we do your next one, let's go around and let's give our refunds. Like we did it for each one when we did this with Eric, right? Didn't we do that? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's do that. Um. So Pat obviously wants the refund on it because he brought it up. Right, do you want a full refund on it, Pat? Because you could do like half all of it, bro. Quarter. I'm trying to buy a all house, trying to get married, bro. <laughs> what the fuck, uh, Joel? What are you? Uh, where are you sitting with this one? I'll go half. Okay. What makes you say half? Because I do feel like I got a lot out of it. I think yeah. the aspects that I didn't get out of it were my own doing. That's so. a, you know what? That's a good point. That that's a fair point. I think. Uh, very responsible. Go Very responsible of you. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think when I'm, I turned yeah. when I turned down that camera assistant spot on an MTV show because I had a project due that week. You yeah, fucked I kind of look back at that and think, "Hey, I should have just taken that gig." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You probably because you want to know um, what? Not to cut you off. Even at the very least, even if you don't like it, you don't. You know what you don't want to do. Right. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to be in the music okay. industry. I worked one show at the Stone Pony as like a whatever they needed guy and i was like dude fuck this i was like i want to be at a desk in air conditioning 
<laughs> hanging out. And guess what? I made it happen. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm going to go half as well. Uh, I think Joel makes a great point. Most of my failures in college are, were my fault to begin with. Um, oh, man, this is getting sad now. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, it's uh, it's more so because I. You know I what? Maybe I thing. do want a refund on life. Yeah, man, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide pack. I, <laughs> I, I do this thing from time to time where you like you'll go back on like previous things that you've done and maybe second guess them. And unfortunately, <laughs> college is one of those. I love all of the people that I met while I was there. It's most some of the most important people in my life. But um, the college, the institution that is college as a whole. It just wasn't really for me, and I don't use any of the stuff that. Uh, I mean, I none of nothing that I did like degree wise there is really apt to what I'm doing now. I use like things here and there when they just come up, um, so I do. I guess I get a benefit from that, but overall, like it, it's, I would have been better off probably just coming out here when I was 18 and figured it out. So, um, so yeah, I'm gonna go half as well. Cameron, yeah. Um... No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the whole thing. Wow! I really wish I got my money back. Yeah, yeah Bill man. Biden tried to help, but you know. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Like, I wish I'd gone to a school that wasn't so expensive, because <laughs> like, because that I think that's the real uh, that's the real fuck. Up I tried to go to a less expensive school, expensive. and my GPA was off by two points, and they told me no, and I was just fed up oh. at that point. So I was like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Give me the See, dead. I'll, I'll worry about it later. Uh, all right, what's the what's your next one for us? Okay, okay, I got one for you. Ready? Okay, so the rental fee for the VHS of my blockbuster rental of Jaws: The Revenge from back in the day. <laughs> you guys, it was so well, fucked up. What was this? You guys, how much uh, was that? Um, probably like six eighty seven at the time. You know, if I had to guess. <laughs> but like the thing was, is that like I had never, I didn't even know. Jaw I knew there was Jaws and Jaws two. I didn't know about no Jaws the Revenge, so I saw that, and I got it, and I remember I put it on at my grandmother's house, God rest her soul, and, um, I just saw her the other day, but, um, no, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, um, I put it on, and, like, you know how, like, there is, there is, there is definitely, like, those fuckheads out there that just re-round, or, uh, rewound uh, VHS tapes and, like, just fuck them up so, like, they skip. Yeah, yeah, have you guys seen Jaws or Revenge? No, I have not. I've avoided no. it. Oh my god. You guys deserve you guys I watched Cameron that movie unironically as a Jaws. kid. Like, I, I haven't seen it as an adult yet, so I still day. think it's of quality. Oh. You know? Yeah, I watched it on the Um but there was a skip in the tape and I and the first death just happened. You know what I mean? There was just like <laughs> the guy was standing there on the edge of the boat and the next he was on the floor of the boat and he had one arm all of a sudden. I was like, what happened? Um <laughs> So yeah, I never knew, and I I want that money back. Uh, yeah, I also want a refund on his <laughs> rental fee of Jaws the Revenge. So the rental fee you said was six eighty seven, right? Sure, I guess it was a blockbuster. Who knows? But like, you did return it though, like yeah, like okay. I didn't keep it. I mean, did you know how blockbuster <laughs> I, I worked? Are you one you of these did. guys who's like, I no, wish I, blockbuster I, was still around, and you don't know how it works? No, no, no. I know how it works. I used to go to Blockbuster. It cost me money sure. to rent I, it from the place. No, I understand. Hey, I love so, those people that when Blockbuster was closing, they were getting like these letters for like, ah, here's your late fees that you owe. And it was like from movies they haven't returned like 
for like 20 years. Yeah. So he, so here's here's I just for a little more clarity's sake. You rented this movie. Mm-hmm. How much time passed between you renting it and you going to return it due to the skipping issue? Well, it was uh, it wasn't a new movie, so I got the full five day rental. You know how new movies it was only mm-hmm. two days. You know what I mean? It was like get that yeah. motherfucker back on the shelf. We got to rent that again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 you literally you had to. If rent you it, rent like, it on a Friday night, yep, motherfucker, better be back in Blockbuster by Sunday night, or you were fucked. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So so how so. Did you utilize the whole five days, or did you did you get it did you get it back? What are you asking me window? right now? I'm no. asking if you. Re- <laughs> it, I'm asking when you returned it after purchase or not. Oh, yeah, I, well, I, I probably purchase. watched it multiple times. You know, definitely. So, you kept, so, so, but did you keep Since it? The over, movie was like the movie was like 56 frames shorter, so he didn't have as much movie to watch. Um, yeah, I guess what I'm what I'm asking is, did you keep it past the five day? No, 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 no. Okay. But All I right. had to, so, yeah. but like I had to go to the counter and they were like six eighty seven and I was like, here you go, here's seven dollars. And then I watched that movie and I see now that I was ripped off. So I would like well, that did you, back. Did, did you say anything to the Blockbuster employees when you went back? No, because I thought it was good at the time. I was defrauded <laughs> by Blockbuster. It sounds like just this sounds it was like, like, it's like just your own new fault. release section. <laughs> Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> oh shit, did you guys know there was a fourth Jaws movie? No? Yeah, Jaws 4D. Michael Caine's in this. I right, get it. Michael Caine. <laughs> he flies uh, a plane. Yeah, he has a pretty famous quote about that movie. There's a great white shark in the Bahamas. No one understands why. <laughs> and for whatever right, reason, well, Ellen Brody has a psychic connection to the shark. Yeah, I've heard that part. Good lord. And like, oh. it, but here's the thing. As a child, when I watched the movie, like when she would get psychic with the shark, I'd be like, I get it, yo. She senses it. This thing's killed a bunch of her family. But nowadays, like, I watched it now and I'm like, oh, this is just awful. I want my money back. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, now that we've clarified some talking points, uh, I think this is mostly just on you, to be perfectly honest. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you really just should have complained. You should have really complained to the blockbuster. What were they gonna do? Like go out of business? Well, we see you got the last laugh. <laughs> yeah, right. Cancelled after a season. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> do you realize that Blockbuster created an environment that was so hostile and predatory with their late fees that mm-hmm. one guy founded a whole company and ran them out of business? Okay. It's true. Like, I'm not the only one. Who is pissed off that Blockbusters? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, fair. while we're that's on fair. this subject, uh, what was your guys' Blockbuster rentals back in the day? What was your go-to? Oh, Cameron, do you uh, did you even do Blockbuster? Yeah, like, were you so, was it a thing for you? Yeah, so Blockbuster. See, yeah, like I I loved love 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 movies from such a young age. Um, the the Papa Murphy's that we get our pizza from on Friday uh-huh. night was right across from a Blockbuster, so we'd go order the pizza. And I'd always I'd always be like, Dad, 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 can I go? Can I go to Blockbuster? And um, honestly, sometimes we wouldn't even like like so we would get movies sometimes or like other because it's right next to the grocery store as well. But like if I was if I behaved well in the grocery store, like they would take me over the blockbuster just so I could look at the covers. 
Like I like I wasn't I didn't even rent what constituted behaving well. I don't know, just like <laughs> not being loud. Stop also, touching the, the fruit. That, <laughs> for the folks at home that can't see Cameron, uh, neither can we, because he's gradually just gotten darker and darker with zero lights on in his house. Um, you don't have a light and you do a video podcast? No, this isn't a video podcast. We don't, we don't release the videos, thankfully. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Nope. Um, oh, there we go. There yeah, he is. There he is. Yeah. Just say I got a um, whole fucking thing going on here. Yeah. So yeah. No, I I I I I like Blockbuster. When it when I found out that the Blockbuster was going out of business again, I was still pretty young. Uh, it was very sad. I mean, we did. I mean, we did everything. Like we did. We did Blockbuster. We did the library. When Redbox became big, mm-hmm. uh, when that first started off, we did Redbox. I mean, it was the same thing. I would even if I didn't go get a movie at Redbox, it was in the grocery store. And so after we got done shopping, I would go over and I'd look at all the Redbox titles. And even if I didn't, you know, rent anything out. So yeah, I, no, I, I still do miss. Have that experience. I, I I I will say the allure of walking down aisles of physical media with cool oh, box yeah, art yeah. is always the best. Um, and um, I uh, I just don't feel like uh. That there's a place that did it better than Blockbuster, you know. I would agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, did you guys have Hollywood Video? Yeah, we had one yeah. of those in town too, and there was another yeah. one too. There was Family Video as well. I think was another one. And then there was all those like mom and pop ones. That there yeah, was Adult got, Video. They were like, they had yeah, Adult Video. <laughs> yeah, that was there as well. Yeah. Um, um. In terms of like like what my rentals were, yeah, we're talking mostly about movies, but. I rented a lot of video games from Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I rented like, a lot was, too. N64 yeah, like, I, specifically. I don't I don't yes. yeah. I'm not sure if yeah. I rented a lot of um I, I think games by the time I think for, like time for, the, uh, like, like if GameCube, GameCube PS2 GameCube PS2 Xbox era by that time like GameStop was really like a big thing now so I feel like people just went and got used games at GameStop as opposed to just renting them at Blockbuster. Yeah, and Gamefly. Yeah, yeah. Gamefly came around too, and that oh, was the yeah. shit because oh, yeah. it was like, you just get a game and like it's like, it charges your credit card a dollar per day, and like mm-hmm. if you don't send it back after two months, you know, you, you, you get to keep that game. They don't yeah, give you the box st- art or anything, but... Is that still is that still a thing? Um, there's some, the there's thing. some sort of variation of it. I just don't know what they do. No, so Gamefly is a thing you can rent out games. Uh, you pay like a monthly subscription fee, and you can have like two games rented out. Like Netflix, they'll send you the physical copies. I did game last time I had Gamefly. I was getting um, what was that one? Death Loop. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, I got Death Loop, and this was uh right when I went into this was actually in 2021 when I was about to have surgery and I forgot about it. I remember how my surgery was only supposed to be a couple days. Yeah. So well, I get stuck in the hospital. <laughs> and so so uh Deathloop, I got it on um I, I rented it on Gamefly because it was only gonna cost me like ten dollars to rent it and it up costing me like sixty five dollars to rent oh, it. Which oh, no. <laughs> is more expensive than the fucking game was. Oof. Uh good times. Yeah, man, that uh, fuck that. I, I just buy my games. I every like even games that I know I'll never play. Like I saw there was something on sale that I liked. It's like I don't have time yeah. for this, but I'm gonna pick it up anyway just to say that I have it. So I I used to rent uh, a lot of TV shows back in the day. Did like VHSs of like multiple episodes here, and yeah. I used to rent those a lot too. Like I know like 
I know, like I know, Pokemon had those. I think a lot of the Nickelodeon shows had that. Dragon Spider Man had G- some Dragon shit Ball Z like was that, the one too. that I used to. Yeah, that was kind of more the route that we went as a like as a family in terms of like rentals because I don't think we rented. My parents probably rented a lot of movies from Blockbuster, uh, but for like me, like I was watching mostly like animated film when I was younger, so we probably just bought the VHS yeah. instead. Like, yeah, I think my, that's, my that's mom would I, be like, you can get a movie and a game. You know what I mean? I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, for for us, it was always, it was Pokemon 2000. Hell yeah. What Golden a film. Eye. What uh, a game. No, no, the movie. Oh, that's <laughs> What a film. <laughs> and then that's... <laughs> And then the Sarge's Heroes, the N64 oh, what a game. game where you were little plastic army guys. Wow, okay. Uh, I can't remember renting out any specific movies. I got one. Uh, I got one for your ass. You ready for this? I'm ready. Titanic. I was about to say Titanic. The, the double, yeah, double yeah. VHS Titanic. Yeah, it's another movie I just saw for the first um, time. And uh, first what's time it called, too? Uh, Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, yes. Yeah. That was another one. I saw that. that I, we had a DVD player by that time, though. Um... A game that I rented and I beat in one weekend on N64 was Spider-Man in, like, third <laughs> grade. It was the fucking shit, dude. That was always fun when you got the games because, like, you were on like you were on the clock, basically. Yeah. Like, you had to, like, get home and immediately start playing. Like, I was like, I better finish this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, my mom's not going to let me rent this again. I have to beat exactly. it. Exactly. There were some games that I rented that I eventually, like, would buy... There was, uh, or like, I remember one time I rented Resident Evil 4 when it came out for, oh, I did rent Resident Evil 4 when it came out for GameCube. Okay, so I definitely was renting GameCube games. Um, I rented it, I played it, and I, I mean, we, we, I played it throughout the weekend, and it was one of those two-day things, you know, it was a brand new game, so it had to be back in two days. And then I never finished it. And a couple months later, report cards were out, and mine was really good. And I had just enough money for the used copy. My dad was a total dad that day. He was like, "He's like, oh, I'll just get you the new." one. He's like, "How much is the new one for the user?" Like, it's another five dollars. He's like, oh, "I'll just, I'll just buy him the new one." Yeah, whatever. Just get, just get the new. Like, I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So <laughs> this, then I got to finish that we... game. That might have been the last game I ever rented from Blockbuster because I remember specifically thinking. At the time, if I can't buy this, I should just see if I can rent this. Did uh, did Blockbuster used to sell like movies, like VHSs and DVDs? You could just buy outright. Yeah, but they never had yeah. like the covers. Right. They were, yeah, just, they were like used yeah. versions. Yeah. Yeah, I because I like I feel like I remember like going into a Blockbuster and like seeing like VHSs of like Dragon Ball Z and just like oh and we'd be like can we rent this like no that's the purchasable copy and I would just look back at my mom and just be like. I mean, you heard what they said. We're already gonna. <laughs> yeah. so, um, uh, one thing that we haven't talked about with Blockbuster, and I, I know we got to move on to the next topic, but we also never talked about their snack section. Which I is was like, just about to I, bring it up. It's iconic, the snack section at Blockbuster. Like, Joel, do you have like a? Do you remember some of the stuff that used to be on there? Because it's oh, we a lot. Of, always, a lot of it's a lot of the greatest hits. We were always a Red Vines gang at home. Um, every now and then, we usually had popcorn at home, but sometimes you'd have to get like that big yellow bucket that they sold with like mm-hmm. the popcorn inside for you to fill it up. Uh, but we were big red vines people. Um, and I also loved to get myself a little blockbuster balloon um, because when they <laughs> popped or ran out of air and then got all small, the logo was like this big. And I thought it was like the coolest thing. It's like those tiny <laughs> aluminum ones, right? I'd get yeah. crunch balloons. bars or yeah. dude, Skittles. 
Like Blockbuster they, had well, they, perfectly well, ripe they, Skittles. They used and, to oh, have well, the uh, Blockbuster to me. I like Blockbuster synonymous or Dibs is synonymous with Blockbuster. Like yeah. I think about Dibs and I think about Blockbuster. It's like yeah, no, Blockbuster created Dibs. I thought mind. Blockbuster was the pinnacle. I wanted to work there when I was a kid. Like it was the <laughs> it was the final frontier for me. I loved it. I, I mean, I know that like we've moved off of like physical. Well, not everybody has, but like a vast majority of people have moved off of physical media. But the yearning for Blockbuster to come back, especially considering all these streaming services are charging There's... us so much money. Just like, man, oh, life which... was so much better back then. I would like I to try a hand of like not maybe not opening up just a rental store, but a, like mm. a section in like, let's say a cannabis bar. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh, okay, you come yeah. in here, like, I got six copies of the brand new movies. Three of them are in 4K. No, no, no. Two of them on 4K. Four of them are on Blu-ray. Like, you could rent it for two days and then come back. You know what I mean? Like, that they would make a killing. That was, that sounds like a really good idea. I know there was a out here. There was a blockbuster pop up for a little bit, and uh, I never got to yeah. go. No, but, like uh, bar. Yeah, it like it looks so cool. It's like, why would this just not be a year round? Like, this is just here now. Like this, you've taken the space over. The blockbuster bar is just what lives here now. I think I would love that. You know that like meme? Not really a meme, but there's that post that always goes around all the different social media, and it's like, there was one day that was the last time you played outside with your friends, and you you know you didn't know it. Yeah, that's how I feel about Blockbuster. It's like there was a trip to Blockbuster that was your last one, but at the time, like you didn't know. Bro, that's how yeah. I feel about every phase of my life, dude. Like <laughs> I laid my last Minecraft uh, brick <laughs> over a decade ago, and it still feels like yesterday. Okay, like damn, you know what? we're getting real soulful in this episode. Yeah, yeah, really. Sorry, I didn't really bring the somber mood. I have my third um, point though. If you want me to go ahead and. Cameron, do you want a refund on Pat's uh, six ninety eight? Absolutely, yeah. six eighty seven. Six eighty seven. Six eighty seven. All right, so I'm I'm the outlier here. Okay, you know I can live with that. Um. All right, so this is the the coup de gras, so to say, Pat. This is your big big topic here. So let us have it. Okay. Um. So I bought an iRig in 2019. Are you guys familiar with that? With the, what that is? An iRig. An iRig. Okay, nobody here is a musician, right? No. Okay. No. I just talking. looked it up, so now I'm seeing it. Okay, visually. so an iRig is a audio interface that's is built to work with OS and specifically like products like GarageBand or Logic X, which are okay. DAWs, digital audio workstations in which musicians record their music in and produce it. So, you know, you have something for your ears, right? Um yeah, I bought one of those in twenty nineteen and I I had it one day and it was working. I invited two people over to record with it and then it, it just broke. It's like 150 bucks. It was just oh, gone. Shit. Like where'd you, where'd you get it? Did you say Amazon? You've got it on Amazon. I mean like it's an, it's a real thing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, like I know, like, pe like, like I know people who've made albums on that. Like, and it just sits there and it just doesn't work. It sucks. You can't Dude, return I it. I mean, it's it's out of date now. It's 2023. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the pandemic hit after I ordered it. So it was uh, kind of one of those things where it was like, well, you know, um, I can try and deal with this trauma of losing my job or I could like try and return my iRig. You know, what did I what did I deal with? <laughs> well, what was a little <laughs> bit more important? I could just put the iRig away and not have to think about it. 
And then you said how many times? I used it one time just to make sure that it worked. And then when I invited two other guitar players over to record some music, uh, it uh, they did not. It did not work. That's embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know how to like. I think it's pretty obvious here with that one. Like, yeah, that's that's some bullshit. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> I, like that, what are you supposed to do? Like, what? There's no real other. There's nothing else really to say. Like, what is? So, so when it happened, like, what what was going through your head when that happened? When you had those guys over? I'm embarrassed. Like, I'm embarrassed. I was say, yeah, nothing. But it's I was like, hey, you guys, I wrote some tunes. You want to try and lay them down? Sure. And at, well, you can't now. And at the time when that happened, you realized it wasn't working. I'm surprised that your first instinct wasn't to like reach out about a refund. I, I truly am. It's. I mean, it, it was. It was one of those things where. Um, yeah, you really I, it, you want to know what? Refund. I think I was in a show at that time, and I was still commuting to an office that treated you like a number, not a person. Mm. And, uh, so like finding the mental bandwidth for that was definitely pretty challenging. I'm sure. So, so it was it, one of those, like, I'm so upset that this happened that I don't have the mental capacity to deal with this right now. Pretty well. It was, I mean, I don't think the, the upset over the iRig was the, was the catalyst for me not wanting to deal with it. I think all the other bullshit I was dealing with was like I don't have the energy right. for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm curious. Like, based on this scenario, I, I wanted to get an answer from all of you guys. What is that like threshold? Right, there are sometimes where I buy things, and same situation. It's like it works like once, and then it doesn't, and I'm like, ah, you know what? It was so and so money. I'm not even gonna bother worrying about it. I got the you know, one use out of it or whatever. Like, what is your guys' special? Because you said this thing's what, like 150 bucks? Yeah, 160. I- I'm going to look up what it costs right now just to see if you get a brand new one. Like, I'm cheap. I feel like my threshold's like, if I buy, if I buy something for 20 bucks and it works okay, so once, I'd, so I'd the be iRig, on the phone. The iRig yeah, 2 right too. now is 49.99 from Sweetwater, and I could probably get that for cheap, cheaper. Mm-hmm. There's an i the original iRig HD 2 is 119, and the oh, iRig... Pro the Duo IO is two twenty nine ninety nine. So like this is a product line. There's an iRig multimedia Quadrel IO four by four. That's three forty nine. So like I said, this has multiple variations. Very well, it's a very reputable product. I was very upset. Yeah, um, I mean, I like I said, I think my threshold's pretty low of where I would be like, I, hey. I- I, I don't think it matters how much I spent on it. If it's not working, I, I'm on the phone. Like no, I'm, uh, I'm I'm contacting customer I, support. I think like, it, it hey, depends on what it now. is, right? Like, you know, if I bought okay, so I'll I'll put it like this. Um uh like a if I bought like a new PC component for my computer, right? If I spent three hundred dollars on it and it's like a motherboard and it doesn't work, I I'm on the phone. I'm freaking out. Like, what the fuck? Mm. If it's $50 and I ordered it off of Amazon and I put it in and and it doesn't work, hey, you know, it's 50 bucks, whatever. You know, I'll return it. I'll get it, but it's whatever. If it's like $15 or like $10, you know, whatever. Yo, I mean, like... This guy is raking it in. (laughs) 
He's like, it's I not really like I'm raking it in. I mean, like, I don't know. Is it expensive where you guys live? Like, New Jersey has fucking crazy taxes. Okay. Did you guys see the article? On, uh, I think it was Deadline the other day that said in Los Angeles, the government considers that if you make less than $70,000 in a single occupant home, you're low income. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> I make $36,000 yeah. a year. So that's a brand. I am. Though. Yeah. I am, show off. Yeah. I, I am poverty. Fuck I am me. Poverty. 36 yeah. G's. Cameron's yeah. like, I am become poverty. <laughs> You're the bringer even, of ramen. You don't even want to know how little money I make. So. Oh my god, I'm um, so sorry. I don't know how we got here, but. Yeah, what the yeah. hell, Pat? <laughs> Dan, guy comes in, just he's existential like, crisis. Hey, I bought like, this hundred fifty dollars thing, and you know what? It didn't work. You know what? Just forget about it. Whatever. <laughs> I work in technology, okay. <laughs> I do very no, well for myself. There are a lot of and my fiance for, also like, works in technology, <laughs> and she does very well. For, we have a very nice home. <laughs> yeah, for like I'm poor. for me at least, like for me, it's camera gear, right? Like I will buy, yeah. I will buy a seventy-five dollar knockoff version of something that normally costs three hundred fifty dollars. And if I get a good like month out of that, I'm like, you know what? Okay, if I break that down, it costs me like this much per day. Like, ah, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, that's seventy five dollars, no big deal. Now, if it broke like day one or didn't work day one, then yeah, I'd probably say something. But there are a lot of scenarios where I'm like, you know what? This is my fault. I took the cheap route. If I really cared about getting something that was going to have longevity, I would have paid the three hundred fifty bucks for the real thing. Um, but I I do run into this issue a lot with all kinds of different camera equipment, so. I definitely know what that feels like. I tell you what, it sure sounds like we all would ask for that refund on this. <laughs> we were in Pat's shoes. So I think uh, that's just, uh, I'm going to just put the three, I'm just going to put all the dollar signs in a row right here. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, you know, listen, it sucks. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, no, it, it is what it is, you know, it, it's just, I, I you know, and ultimately, let's let's be honest. I was wasting my money to begin with because I'm not going to record any of that music. <laughs> That's a dead dream. I'm going to be looking oh. forward to that that release. Do you guys yeah, have I any dreams that have died yet? Not yet. How old are you guys? Hold hold I on. I live in Los Angeles and I'm a tour guide. So okay, yeah, what do you think? How old? Cameron, that is some people's dream. As how we old know. are you? We do know that. Uh, 29. I'm 31. Cameron, how old are you? I am 26. Oh, so you guys are all in dream dying range. I'm 30 right now. <laughs> um, well, I've I've recently made peace with some, you know, with some dreams. I put them out to pasture, but uh, some other ones are still going hey, strong. You know, it's just life. Hey, you know what? Most directors don't become directors until like their 40s and 50s. So, you know, I have to tell myself that all the time. Damien Chazelle won the youngest best director Academy Award at what was it? 32. Like I constantly have to remind myself that yeah, like the perfect example is don't. David Sandberg, right? He was doing all of his like little like at home shorts and whatnot. And he gets uh Annabelle creation or lights out at lights what? Out, I think yeah. he was like 41, 42 years old. Yeah. You know, his, his, day not... on, his first day on the set and lights out was the first day of on the set. in Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's exactly it. Uh, you know, the nice thing about this as shitty as, you know, this, industry is and how hard it is to break in uh a lot of people don't break in until much much later 
Uh, he's 42 now. So when he got lights out in 2016, probably mid 30s, then yeah. Yeah, so mid 30s. What's his age? Let's see. Well, and he's 42 now, and he's lights out was so 20, was, 2016. Yeah, yeah. So he's 35. All right, everybody, got nine everybody, years. everybody at home just missed all three of the other people on this show all doing their calculations at the same time. Hey, sir, I did out. not got how, 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 how to subtract uh, 35 from 42. And then you got Steven Spielberg who directed Jaws at like 26, 25. Oh, yeah, it's so annoying. I mean, like, you know, the one thing you can say is at least you guys are out there, you know, like you're going for it. You know what, Pat? That's what I tell people all the time. It's like, don't listen to these other two. They live out here. It barely counts. Um, they're for, they've lived here their entire you lives. You gotta go. Me, you, listen, you gotta be in it to win it, okay? And like, here's the yeah. thing: is that you can't count the. That's why you celebrate your victories because there's gonna be way more losses than victories. All right. Hell yeah. Like, I, yeah, that, San Diego so Padres. Not, not that, <laughs> not that this is like in any professional capacity, but at least what I've learned from auditioning all the time is that. Seems like every five auditions I go on, I book one of them. That means that I eat shit four times, and I fight for some of them too. Because most times I get callbacks for stuff, um, which is not to you know sound like a you know whatever. But my point is just that like you know I put in a lot of work, uh, and yeah. you don't always win, and that's just the that's just a part of the game though. You know what I mean? So you got to be prepared for that part of the game. Like when I just I'd finished say, when I just finished Rock of Ages, I was just like, "Well, what the fuck am I gonna do now?" You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a you work in a hard industry, and we can all relate to that. I don't so, work uh, in it. There is no well, monetary you, exchange. Uh, well, funny enough, for uh, for some of us right now, that's also the case. So, <laughs> um, so all right, so we're all good on the refunds then. Uh, I guess that uh, that just leaves the the tallest task in order here for this episode so let's take uh let's take one more break and then we're gonna get into it and welcome back everybody to the i'd like a refund podcast hopefully you had a nice little break doing whatever you were doing grabbing a snack driving who knows, you know? Who knows? Um, we're now on to our third <laughs> take a, part. took a little break to go for a drive. <laughs> I'm so I was gonna say <laughs> Yeah, well I, mean, I was like they paused the podcast, they got <laughs> their car and they they didn't listen to the podcast they in the car. No they just, in the car. Not just yeah. silence and they took a few laughs and then they, <laughs> they well, came like back. if they're in the break, like if they're driving, like if they took a break, you know what I mean? Um No No you no. don't. Okay. No, I don't. Um, I don't. Anyway, I don't often uh, just take a break while I'm drive while like I'm, I'm operating a vehicle. <laughs> um, I'm not like you know what. I need a couple minutes. Let me just close my eyes. <laughs> okay. Well. Anyway, director. You, you know, as you all know, we've been doing the director's bracket throughout the last you know month or so, and um. Last couple of months, actually. And uh, now we're going to do uh, another round of the director's bracket. So um, I, I got I got to say, um, going into these eight matchups in the Sweet 16, I think I could already predict who the eight winners are going to be. I, I think so, I, too. I don't know anything yeah, about I, this. Do so we have with the it. bracket so, somewhere? Pat, the way this is working. Oh, yeah. Do you, does, does he have it in front of him? Did you say I don't. Him? Uh, I can send it to him real quick. I so as he's, 
as he's sending it out your way, Pat, basically the, the biggest thing I can emphasize here, because no matter what it's this, it, I'm going to say this and then it's going to sound like it doesn't matter. The bracket is less about the best director and more about who the way we keep wording it is like at the end of the day, whose movies we'd rather watch. Right. We're trying to decide the show as a whole, our like, quote unquote, favorite director so there's been some matchups where some people have lost and it's like well they're they're obviously the better director but you know we prefer this person's work or whatever so um we are in the third round here so there's only eight matchups that we have so your role in this as the guest is you are an additional voice for us we have talked about all of these directors three other times or two other times at this point right so Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that we've been bringing up is probably pretty repetitive so ideally hopefully some of the stuff that you're going to mention, we maybe haven't thought about, or you're going to bring up points or things that we're like, oh, you know what? I never even thought about that. Or, oh, I totally forgot about this with this director. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a little discussion, we will get to the point where it's like, all right, it's time for us to vote. And then us three will vote. That way there's a clear winner or loser um, on who we want to advance to the next round. So you're you're an additional voice here, a, another voice of reason to kind of help guide us one way or the other over who you think is the should be the winner of the matchup so okay all right so what do we got here we got edgar wright james cameron well, we're gonna go uh yeah we're gonna go one by one uh through so, all these through no, no, just the, through. through the eight just through the eight. okay yeah, okay, the okay, okay. Yeah. okay okay just okay the okay. Eight okay 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 yeah. all right <laughs> all right all right everyone <laughs> calm down okay i got it <laughs> we're gonna we're just gonna do the eight yeah the eight the eight the eight it's <laughs> so funny. Uh, all right, so what's our first matchup? What is this one? Uh, we have Edgar, Edgar Wright and James and Cameron. James Cameron. So uh, right off the bat, Pat, why don't you tell us what you're thinking with this matchup, and then the rest of us can kind of jump on. James it. Cameron. And and is all that right. all you want to say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing else. It's got nothing else to say. I mean, what, what do you mean? It's not Edgar Wright. That's for sure. <laughs> Like it's James Cameron. It's it's yeah, the uh, obvious. It's the obvious choice. Ryan, can you send me that bracket? Um, as do you need, do you need that, a copy of the bracket? Yeah, okay. Can you just put it in the general chat? Yeah. As you're getting that to Cameron, I'll uh, I'll jump in here uh, to follow up what Pat said. Look, as we talked about all rounds leading up to this, Edgar Wright, phenomenal style. He is a very stylistic director. You know when you're watching an Edgar Wright film, but at the end of the day, how can you? How can you put Edgar Wright as, uh, past James Cameron? It, it, you kind of can't. You yeah, can't cult- do it. Culturally, can't. technologically, just yeah. there is so much going for James Cameron that you really cannot put many people past James Cameron. We'll have to obviously see as we go further along. Uh, but I, too, am with James Cameron here. Yeah, I mean, Edgar like, Wright was it- never like, hey, guys. Let's go get some pickups at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> and then did it. Okay. Like 33 Dude, different times. See, see that quote from James Cameron the other day? And he was talking I about it, yeah. how many times he's been to the Titanic. Skill that issue. He was he's like, been this... there longer than, or he's been on the ship more than the act, the captain was. Bill Paxton yeah. too. Yeah. It's yeah. Insane. I heard that interview. Um, yeah. I mean, this is kind of uh this isn't really like a, a fun matchup for Edgar Wright because you could say all the, you could wax poetically about his artistic creativity and some of the great films that That's he made. That's a $10 made. phrase you got there. Wax poetically. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Like uh, we've talked very positively about Edgar throughout this bracket so far. 
Now um, it's time I, to shut him down. I think I'd, like I think we're all fans to varying levels, but no one here thinks that Edgar Wright didn't deserve to make it this far. Um, but yeah, Jimmy's just I mean he's I a do whole different level. I think Edgar <laughs> Wright's made a lot of great movies, but I don't think Edgar Wright has moved the needle significantly in terms of filmmaking as a medium. He beat Darren Aronofsky and Christopher McQuarrie, so I disagree. <laughs> I mean, that makes. That I mean, I don't. I there. don't necessarily agree with Aronofsky, but I agree with Christopher McQuarrie. Like, who the fuck is that guy? You know what I mean? Like, um, I know who he um, is. I know who he is. But well, you know, he he like, what did he do? He directed a couple. Maverick. Yeah, he directed Tom Cruise, the guy famous for directing himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Oh damn! Okay, Christopher McQuarrie's out of the tournament and still getting shit on people. Oh, <laughs> Go no. home, Christopher McQuarrie. Um, Brad Bird will you... be a better Mission Impossible director than your ass will ever be. Oh, my Oh my God. Wow. Brad Bird being the best shit. Mission Impossible movie. I will hear nothing of it. All right. Holy That's... shit. So, James Cameron. Cameron. Cameron, are you... Where are you voting on this one? Yeah, James I Cameron, mean, right? I voted against Edgar Wright all the other rounds. Do you think <laughs> I would vote for him with uh, James Cameron against him? Like, come on. Uh, well, why don't you... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it was Cameron against Zemeckis and Michael Bay versus Colin Trevorrow. Wow. Yeah. You, got, okay. you know so what? That's, you that's, another little thing. that's another thing well, you need know to know what? about that. Michael Bay deserved that. <laughs> he did. And but he does deserve to get stomped out by Cameron. So we uh we we didn't want to go through and like seed these directors. We felt it was more fun to let just a random generator kind of assign these Yo, matchups. Y'all hate Spike Lee, some, huh? like, We wanted some like chaotic matchups, you know. Yeah, we accidentally uh thanks to the John Favreau the and Bill. Denis Villeneuve. Why the fuck are they on the bracket together? That's obvious. What, yeah. what was the matchup that we had? It was Why don't like, you have no, Conor was... McGregor fight a kindergartner? Like, <laughs> all right. Are you, are you gonna, okay, can are we you... get past James Cameron, please? It's James yeah, Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron. Beats all right. Bigger, right? Yeah. So next up. So we we ran sorry randomly generated was Barry Jenkins versus Jordan Peele. I was so <laughs> mad when we did, and that. we were like, ah. <laughs> It's like, God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> um, so the next one is Guillermo del Toro and Denny Villeneuve. Um, um, I, th I think, yeah, I mean, Pat, what do you think about this one? Okay. I think Guillermo has made some very good movies and I think, um, but I think he's made them inconsistently. Whereas mm -hmm. I think Denny Villeneuve has consistently made great movies. Like, they're all fucking bangers. There's not a bad one amongst them. Uh, it, it's like, really, it's really true. Yeah, you know, prisoners uh, popularized the idea of a K hole. You know, and we needed that in uh in pop culture. <laughs> um, Dune uh gave everybody. You know, it 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 was kind of a window into. If you wanted to live in the desert, here's how you'd have to do it to do it comfortably, you know? So I feel like that's why everybody liked that. And the alien one. The arrival? Okay, arrival. no bullshit. No bullshit. I do think arrival is a revolution in storytelling. That shit hey. fucked me up. Hey. That movie's great. That's my favorite of his movies. Yeah, and Guillermo arrival. del Toro, like, you know, he made the first two Hellboy movies. I love The Golden Army. I like that one better than the first one. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And um, 
He made Pan's Labyrinth, and then what else? A uh, Shape of shape Water. Of, shape of Water. You know. Yeah. And then um. Pinocchio. Then he made Pinocchio, and then he's yeah. like, "Oh, I only want. I, I just want to do animation." It's like, okay, weirdo. Um. No, I, I, those are all really good points. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I, they are like they are like it, like it really does come down to what you said. Like it, we're going, it's somebody who's made had a lot of hits versus somebody who's batting a thousand. Like, yeah. it's, it's not really a great uh, matchup for Guillermo. So I'm I'm going to go with Denny in this round and uh, I'll be curious to see where the other guys go. But I think I know the answer. Yeah, um, so I'll go. Uh, Guillermo is great, um, but I mean, for this is this is just a an absolute no brainer for me. Um, you know, I'm gonna go with Denny. I I think uh, Pat, you probably don't know this about me. I think Arrival's one. Of, it's one of my favorite films. I mean, that movie is just mind boggling. Everything about it, um, it's just so well crafted. Um, I agree, bro. I fucking love that movie. Man, I I, I love 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 that movie, um, and and like, you know, he's he's so Denny is so good. Uh, Dune is amazing. I can't wait for Dune too. Um, he, it's such a, it's so interesting because I feel like I know. Like when we talk about these other filmmakers, I feel like I know so much about them. But when it comes to Denny, I feel like I don't even really know who the guy is. Good, you know? good. I don't want to know him. Point. I just wanted it's to put a, out yeah. a movie and just yeah. like is that's it a, good a movie? fantastic yeah. point. Yeah. You don't really know his personality, but you don't care because he just puts out such great movies. Whereas yeah. a lot of other directors, they kind of like become Snyder. Character Snyder. Yeah, they basically become like characterizations Look at Zack Snyder. of who they are. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be there's people in this bracket that we're gonna touch on here sooner that you're like they have personalities that like either you like or you don't like, but at the same time, like, like they kind of distract sometimes from their own movies. Where Denny yeah. just kind of lets his he craft works. speak. He lets his he craft works. speak for him, yeah. and I think that's why he's so talented. He leaves it um, all out on the floor for the ladies yeah. to lap up. All right, <laughs> I am so. ladies. Jo- Joel, are you um are you voting Denny as well? Yeah, I. I just to put it in one sentence, we we I think we said this before. He's a filmmaker who I am thankful that I'm alive while he's working. I'm just gonna leave it at that. So all right, his films all right. are so Cameron said no, we're not to look at. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, we'll I just about, yeah, we like, can talk about it next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> who's right? Who's right? We got we got Martin Scorsese and David Fincher. Oh, next. I mean, listen, I, I'm gonna be honest here. I, it's obvious that it's Scorsese. Like he, he's been he made the, some of the greatest movies of all time. Um, when they've been only been making movies for like 40 years, which is like <laughs> an infancy of a technology or a medium. Um, that being said, he's kind of turned into a grouchy old fuck. Uh, and I've, I heard a story one time on a, while listening to a different podcast that in around 2019, 2018, he was at like some sort of like BAFTA ceremony and, uh, he was, he actually had a, he had had a little bit to drink and he was pissed off that, uh, no studio would pick up his mob movie for $200 million where he wanted to CGI de-age all of his buddies so they looked, you know, diff- you know, you know, the Irishman pretty mm-hmm. much. 
and that yeah, that's why he had to go with Netflix and he had to negotiate a theatrical release before it went to the streaming service. Um, so my, the point of telling that story is just to point to, you know, he's trying to turn into a grouchy old fuck. Like, let everyone have their fun, okay? You know? What do you mean it's not cinema? It plays in cinemas, bitch. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Well said. Uh, so that said, it's Martin Scorsese. It's absolutely not Fincher because I love Fincher, but it's not if it's down to the two of them, it's Scorsese. Cameron, you've yet to go first on a round, so why don't you take well, this one? I don't want to go first on this one. Well, you have to. Okay. Um, uh, I'm ready if he's not ready. Okay, go, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think of the three of us on the show, I've specifically stated that I am a massive Fincher fan. I, yeah, you said you were like, I'm a Finch head, baby. Yeah, I'm a Finch head. Yeah. Cacaw, cacaw. Um, but, uh, <sighs> I, and I, I am also the one on the show who's been the most critical of Martin Scorsese, not as a filmmaker, but as Pat said, just as an old grouchy man that he is now. And it rubs me the wrong way. Um, you know, uh, I mean, we talk about how there's too many superhero movies. Meanwhile, Scorsese mostly just directs mob movies, but we'll leave that uh, for another discussion. Um, but he, yeah, he's one of the most. And not everyone likes them. So that's not everyone. Little... No, he, yeah. he's one of the most influential filmmakers of all time. Um, there's no doubt about I, that. I, and The Departed yeah. and Wolf of Wall Street are two of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you go all the way back. to Oh, same like, with like King I, of Comedy. I love. Um, mm-hmm. There's another Raging one. Bull. Raging Bull's good. Yeah. There's a bunch I like. Um, uh, yeah, I think Scorsese is an all-time director. And I think... I, I This is hard. I We have a huge list here of directors that we're looking at. But I think if someone said, like, for, like, artistic... For artistic reasons only, whose filmography should you just go back and watch through? I feel like he might be a lot of people's answer. Yeah, they truly because he's been working for so long, and he's not one of those directors that like will make a movie and then we don't hear from him for like three or four years. Like he, he especially early, he was working like he was putting out stuff a lot and he was putting a lot of effort into everything he was doing. So like he's like Spielberg, he's like Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, those two kind of like were like the big the big dogs throughout like the what he was 70s 80s 90s however long they were however long they've been doing it and they're still doing it so however like, long kudos. they've been dogging it yeah so uh, yeah i i love fincher with all my heart and i enjoy all of his movies but he can't he can't go past he can't go past it's just won't yeah. be allowed I, lo- I love me some david fincher but like you give me the option between the two i'm picking a score keep talking i have to pee it's really just, bad there's just that extra <laughs> little touch uh, when you go watch a Martin Scorsese film, and so not to—I I mean, it's it, it picks our answer there. Um, yeah. But I'm curious to hear what Cameron has to say. Yeah. Um, so, so, God, this is so hard because, like, I think both of these directors have delivered—I mean, like, literally—some uh, of the best American films mm-hmm. uh, ever made. I mean, you know, you got Fincher with uh social network with zodiac uh gone girl i think gone girl is the best uh book to film adaptation i've ever seen 
Um, well, the disrespect to Divergent series. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you have Scorsese, who's like, it's it's fucking Martin Scorsese. Now, um, okay. So the, uh, so the prompt oh, of okay. this bracket is whose movie would I rather see in mm, uh, good, good point. Whose movie would I rather see? Right. Yeah. And both directors have a movie coming out this year. One of True. them is killers of the flower mood from Scorsese and the other one's the killer from David Fincher. I want to see both of them very badly. I'll be see them opening weekend both. However, I, th- I personally, I find what Fincher does. If we're looking at recent, and I know, I know, I go back to the Irishman. I'm just like, man, that movie's. But like, I I think I would personally go with Fincher in this, and like this is like this is such like a a, a hard decision, and obviously they're both. I mean, they've made it this far in the bracket. They're they're both so amazing. Um, and yeah. you know, there's not a lot of, because I'm going last, it doesn't really matter much. Um, but I would probably go, uh, with Fincher in this case. It, it honestly <laughs> is like a really, it, it was probably tougher than I made it seem. It's um, one of the hardest ones in this round for sure. Yeah. yeah. Or it may be the hardest, hardest been so far. Yeah. I mean, it, l- listen, the nice thing about, real life and not this bracket is that we can go see yeah we can uh, go to both and we we don't have to say oh man i can only choose one um but yeah i mean i just think i just think everything that fincher does is so exciting and his direction is so so good i mean zo i i personally think zodiac is his best movie you love zodiac yeah. i love zodiac that i've never gotten through that movie i always turn it off oh Really? Oh, I don't know how. Dude, the the way that he creates tension in that film is I have seen that movie so many times and I still get stressed. I just like seeing so Iron much. Man the Hulk running around being like, Oh my god, there's a serial killer. What should we do? <laughs> um I don't know. Let's so, go. So yeah, closet. I go with Fincher. This guy keeps uh, writing his letters. <laughs> All right, so so Cameron went with Fincher, and then while while Pat was in the bathroom, I switched my vote to Fincher. So Fincher moves on. All right, let's do it, dude. Fuck. All right. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. Scorsese moves on. Okay. So the <laughs> next, I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough sell, but it's obvious as well. Yeah. Oh, so we, got, we have sell. Jordan Peele and Christopher Nolan. I'll go first on this one. No, Pat's go, gonna go first. Well, yeah, after Pat, yeah. Yeah, after Pat. Yeah. Maybe I decide who goes first and last. How about that? <laughs> That's fine. <All> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's Christopher Nolan. And because I'm about to drop some shit on you guys, you ready for this shit? I don't think anybody here knows this. Holy shit. Christopher you Nolan, Nolan your make a wish. <laughs> Christopher Nolan is my favorite fucking movie director of all time. Wow. My favorite filmmaker of all time. Oh wow. You came to the right podcast. Um, I don't think he's ever made a bad movie. I think some of them are great. Uh, some of them are perfect and, but they're all good. Um, and, uh, yeah. And while I think Jordan Peele has made some interesting films and he's kind of revolutionized the genre in a way, um, they are not, uh, as consistent where at like, uh, I'll put it like this. I like all three of Jordan Peele's horror films. 
right? Um, still none of them are as good as Christopher Nolan movies, in my eyes. So okay, fair. So I don't know if you guys know this. I'm gonna drop something on you. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and that's Christopher Nolan is my favorite film director of all time. This is so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, this isn't even Pat, fun anymore. Pat, I, 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 I would highly recommend you check out one of our previous episode because we did a special episode about Christopher Nolan. We did, yeah. and that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was right before my surgery because it was, it was. Uh, I got to do. We did, it, we did it for you. Yeah, we did yeah. it for me, um, and. Uh, because I actually, I, I, the reason why I made the Make-A-Wish joke is because I, I had a Make-A-Wish, and my wish was to meet Christopher Nolan. Did it work? Yeah, no, I Did had it lunch work? with him. <laughs> you had lunch yeah. with him? I had lunch with him, yeah. Yo, it's actually a great story. Really? Yeah. Was he cool? So, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, the, po the podcast episode, it, we, we talk and we talk about the, the you know, we go in depth about, um, you know, what we talk, what I talked about with him and how my afternoon. Oh, that's him. fucking cool as yeah. hell. Maybe I will listen to that. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. So, um, but yes, he's, he is an amazing, an amazing guy. Uh, very, very I heard I, I could have had make a wish too, but I just haven't used my, I haven't used my wishes with the heart genie yet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't do, rubbed the lamp in a quite a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I wonder what I, you know what? I, what would I ask for my make a wish? You know, that's what I had. I have to think uh, about that. Uh, stable meet, income. Meet somebody else like yourself. Oh wait. Um, <laughs> maybe not a job, or like a one day, like speaking line on set of a movie. That would be fun. Could you, could you imagine if like? Can I bully my way into equity work? If, if, uh, if adults did make a wish and their make a wish was like, can you get me like a steady nine to five? No, sir, we are not social workers. <laughs> no, I think I think someone who's in uh, someone who has to make a wish uh, that's an adult would just be like, hey, can I have some like health insurance? Yeah, uh, literally. Can um, you do Make a Wish as an adult? No, I don't think no, you do. There's, the, no, no, no. The cutoff. I used to work for Make a Wish. The cutoff 18. is eighteen. Yeah. Damn. So um, you met? How old were you when you met him? Well, I made the wish when I was like fourteen, and I didn't get to meet him until I was eighteen. So uh, I waited a while. Um, what movie had just come out? It was. It was right after. It was the year after Interstellar. Uh, oh he shit! Was, he okay. was currently writing Dunkirk when I was talking to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Did he, um, was he like, I'm writing a World War II movie, and get this, I ain't making it look like it takes place during World War II. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna say there's uh, 400,000 guys on the beach. I'm really gonna put like 30. You ever heard of the? You ever heard of the band One Direction? Wait till you see this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. No, you should you should check that out. He's a he's a that episode out. He's a really cool dude. Are you um, gonna vote anytime soon? Well, sorry, we have a little conversation. I, I was joking. <laughs> okay. Um. You guys, yeah, you guys no, get too scared. You'll yeah, be like, "You gonna vote, um, bitch? Come on!" And then somebody's got to be like, okay. "Okay." So as far as Jordan Peele goes, um, I think Get Out is spectacular. I think Us and Nope are misfires. I think they do really cool things okay. in both of those movies. Okay. Okay. I think wow. that. Um. I think they're all. I think good. that the editing in Us is. Really uh, rough. The editing. I think the editing in us is really rough, and I just think that Nope in general is really strangely paced, and I don't like what they did in the third act. 
Um, I don't think it worked as a story. Um, but it was still, it was, they still did some, like, he still had some interesting ideas in there. Uh, I think Peel is getting to the point where he's going to be, where he can make, uh, he can make something that's really special. Um, I don't think he's gotten there yet. Uh, I think Get Out was a really good starting point. Uh, I don't think he's made his masterpiece yet, his opus yet. So I think he's still got a lot of work. Christopher Nolan, every movie he releases is, uh, is, you know, conversation of his best film. So, uh, not Tenet. <laughs> I, I feel like you Tenet was his worst one in a while. Movie. Yeah. I feel like you could argue every single one of his movies is his best movies. That's my opinion. Okay, but. fair enough. I, I'm a pretty big tenant apologist, and I mean, I don't know if I could argue that it's I, his best movie. I, I would also, <laughs> I would also disqualify The Dark Knight Rises from arguing that it's his best movie. No, yeah. see, I I rewatched The Dark Knight Rises recently, and my fr- and um, I remember not liking it the first time or being like, oh, this is okay the first time, and I think it holds up really, really well. I liked it a lot more. I've seen movie. that one the most out of all of them. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, but yeah, obviously Nolan for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm right up there with you guys. Nolan's one of my favorite directors. Ryan hears it from Cameron and I probably far too much about talking about Christopher Nolan. So I'm not going to waste any more breath on this. Love Jordan Peele. I haven't seen us, but I love both Get Out and Nope. Um, but it's got to go to Nolan here. I'm picking Nolan every day. Let's um, let's just call this what this is. You know, that first two rounds of the tournaments, the opening weekend of the tournament, you know, everybody's having a lot of fun. There's some upsets here and there, but this is where the heavy hitters lie. They all, they're here and they're out for blood. Christopher Nolan is one of those directors. We knew he was going to go far in this tournament. We all respect Jordan Peele for the transition he's made from sketch comedy into horror and like making whether you love them, like them, or dislike them, I think the quality in most cases is there for his films. And he's done enough to the point where he's a name that whenever he's announced a project, you're excited to see what it's going to be. But he can't he can't hold a candle to Nolan at this time. So it's it's Nolan in a clean, clean sweep. Yep. I agree. Cool. All right. Now uh, this is a uh, this is this next one could be interesting. I, I don't care curious. about either of these people, so I'm just gonna go. <laughs> oh, that's with, the wrong answer. I'm just gonna go with Greta Gerwig because Barbie. <laughs> I really don't yeah. care. Yeah. So it's Greta Gerwig and Damien Chazelle. I don't even know what Damien Chazelle does. What does he do? Is he a grip? <laughs> okay. We're not the same in G&E? We're not. The is same he VFX person. special event, VFX supervisor <laughs> on set? You know. What does he do? Are you are you joking? Is this a bit? He, well, David Giselle directed in one little boy's eyes the best film of 2022 in Babylon. So, um, oh yeah, so, he's I mean, a that's, he's that's a something. dickhead. That movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they shouldn't put that out. He's like one All of right, those guys that directs with the Rock and thinks he's got a good gig when really it's just prolonging the inevitable. Oh no! Damn. The rock will go on, uh, but he'll ring you out first. Woo, <laughs> boy! Um, that is not where I expected this conversation to start. Um, who wants to kick this one off? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go yet. So I can go oh. first on this one. I can take this one. Um, as we know from previous rounds, uh, only Greta Gerwig I've seen is Little Women, which I adored. Um, but I love Damien Chazelle. 
Um, I, I say that, and I still haven't actually seen the last two films of his. Um, but well, the worst ones. So, La, but La La Land is right up there in my top ten. Just barely misses the top five. Um, and I love Whiplash, both the short yeah, and the, the, the Whiplash, Whiplash and La La Land are two oh. of like the twenty best movies of the last ten Wait, years. Wait, Damien Chazelle did La La Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was him. Okay, I like La La Land. Strong ending. <laughs> um, and then he did what was the other and one? He you Whiplash. Said? Whiplash. Whiplash, which was the drum one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely asinine. I hated that one. No um, way! Wow. Oh wow! Yeah, I did not like that one at all. I was like, "This is stupid." You guys are, you guys are, you guys are making mountains out of ant hills right now. That's what I was. Wow. And then, well, um, Greta Gerwig, uh, dude, look at look at this shit. You think I'm gonna watch Little Women? Like, come on. You think <laughs> a guy like me watches Lady Bird? I'm sure they're fine, but I didn't check them out. I'll watch Barbie though. You know, she's I, making I, the. I, She's making the di- the digestible summer blockbuster for everyone. I'm there for it. Let's see it. I'm gonna yeah, get a lot of flack. I'm gonna, get, it is. I'm, I'm gonna get a lot of flack in particular on this show for my opinions on this one. Um, because while I've said uh in previous matchups that Greta Gerwig, I, I just think we need to see a little bit more before we like really put her in the upper echelon of like the top tier directors. I think she's still in that group of like the great oh, up-and-coming yeah. directors. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think she's, she's in the part of that of like, next wave. Yeah. yeah. Right. Whereas I think Chazelle is, has already moved out of the up-and-coming and is now just one of the great directors. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I personally didn't care for his last film, I liked parts of it. And I think First Man, I, I just need to watch that one again because for whatever reason, Oh, I did he made not First Man it. too? Yeah, that wow, was Wow, yeah, so he's, he's turned out quite a lot of horseshit since La La Land, huh? <laughs> Amazing. How's this guy still have a career? <laughs> it's crazy because all of those movies are like eight, nine, tens out of tens right I, there. I still. First like, Man, I, dude? No way, dude. Yeah, First Man, my ass. All right. Like, <laughs> that movie bored the fuck out of me. That's one no, of the few no, movies no. I've seen that I looked over to my fiance and I said, if I just close my eyes for a little bit, you think I'll miss much? Like, also, it had that horrible CGI Ryan Gosling when he's spinning around in the thing. Either way. Yeah, okay. Greta Gerwig. Uh, that's where I'm at. <laughs> um, Ryan, did you choose? Um, no. Uh, I, I, it is very difficult. Um, and while I like I was acknowledging, I don't Holy think, shit. I don't think Giselle's last couple of movies um, were really that great. Um, and I think both of Greta's two movies are fantastic. I think if this was pre-Barbie, or no, I think if this was post-Barbie and we knew that Barbie was yeah. as good as we were hoping, Whoa. I think the discussion would, I think I would have leaned to Greta for that, just because I, I would just feel better about her body of work. Um, but because of where this sits, I think I have to go with Giselle just because of the strength of those first two movies. Yeah, all right. Um, for me, this is, I mean, you know I love Greta. Uh, I love her work, uh, but Damien Giselle is just on another level. I don't think he's made a bad movie. In fact, I think every movie he's made has been one of the best of the year. Um, no one agrees with you about Babylon. That's not true. Like, who's the who's the person that agrees with you? 
not on the podcast. I'd like to take it upon myself just, to look up the Rotten Tomatoes audience score of Damien Chazelle. I don't films. care. There's people, like I. There are dozens. I'm of just. Us. I'm just asking you to tell dozens. me one other person. I just want to know one more person. Just uh, this one. guy I work. This guy I work with. His name is Ushme. Uh, he likes. Um, I'll tell Ushme he has bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> Let Ushme know. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, Lady Bird and Little Women, fantastic movies. But Damien Giselle, uh, if I mean, if there is, I, I will watch anything. That I honestly, I honestly, I think you're just simp. I think you're simping for him nope. at this point. Nah, La La Land's good as fuck. I That's also one of the, really, yeah, I love yeah. La La Land. first man that was kind of mid. You know, I I I really love the way that Damien Giselle responded to the reviews of. I agree Babylon with this. Too. I agree with I, this. I as think well. that like his. Just the way he talked about it, he's like, you know, when I make a movie, I make a movie for the moment. And once we make it, once we put our love into it, we release it to, you know, the audience and the world and they do what they want with it. And I'm happy with the movie that we made. And, you know, I think that that's such a great way to... Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's not a pile of dicks. Like, Well, no, Babylon (laughs) fantastic, you know. It's, um, yeah. It was the best directed movie last year. And it was just the best movie last year. But... All right, we're on the next one. Wow, what hot takes! All right, All so right. are you ready for? Are you ready for this one, Dude, Pat? This, this one's one be a little tough. is no, it uh, isn't. It isn't Tim tough. At all. I don't know if you guys have seen the latter half of Tim Burton's career, but it's not exactly <laughs> comparable to at least when Steven Spielberg was like, "All right, I'm going to stop making ho- movies about horses and giants. I'm going to make another spectacle movie again." He pulled you know, it off with Ready Player One. I love War Horse. BFG you know is another story, funny? but I love War Horse. <laughs> the big fucking you know giant. Yeah. Last <laughs> round, it was Tim Burton versus Alfonso Cuaron, and I got outvoted. Oh, how did Tim Burton, Burton get outvoted? Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> Listen, uh, I like Batman '89. I like Beetlejuice. I like Batman Returns. I like um, big I, fish. I, I even like uh what's that one he did where it's um uh I'm Johnny Depp and I'm a vampire. Barnabas Collins. Uh Dark uh, Shadows. Dark Shadows. That movie yeah. is trash. I love it though. Um, but he's not Spielberg. I don't think there's ever I there's never been a Spielberg movie I've watched ever in my life that I've ever been like even remotely been like oh, that was oh, trash. We have we've seen one. <laughs> What we we've seen one, Joel. What was the name of that war movie again that you made us watch? Ooh, that was a that was a stinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I know we haven't seen BFG, but I, I don't I wouldn't have high hopes. Yeah, for but that. here's the thing: even if it was 1941 and BFG, if those were the only two big blemishes on his career, Tim Burton's oh, yeah. like Miss Peregrines, Dark Shadows, uh, <laughs> what Dumbo, um. God, oh I guess God. I suck oh, yeah, at making Dumbo. movies. Oh, I guess I suck at making movies now. I guess I'll make a TV show. You know what I mean? And he actually pulled it off, you know, because he finally mm-hmm. had the time to actually tell the story he wanted to tell. Um, and now he's back. But yeah, it's not Tim Burton. And I, I don't even think there's even discussion to be had about this. It's it's Spielberg. You guys, If you guys are really in the film industry, it's Spielberg. Like, come on, let's be honest. Yeah, no, there's zero question here for me. It's... 
He's my favorite director. So you want to do? You want to do the bit? I want to do the bit. You know, guys. I don't know if anyone knows this about me. Um, I tell you a little something here. Steven Spielberg's my favorite director. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is. I. 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 I think this is the biggest layup in the in this round. To be perfectly honest, no disrespect to Tim Burton, but Spielberg is he's him for lack of a better term. Like he got that he, dog in him. He's the director. I true like I truly believe like, He stopped making of- Jurassic Park to go make Schindler's List and left yeah. it to Kathleen yeah. Kennedy and George Lucas Sit to here, finish. Cut this. He's like, yeah, just finish the sound on this. I got to I got to shoot this right now. And then he made two of the greatest movies of all time in one year. That's what I'm saying. He does this all the time and I know again, I I get people are going to say He's like I got to get the out there for the good, Polish but- winner. You got, you know, Warhorse and Lincoln coming out in the same year, and it's just like, dude, how are you just keep There's doing no this? rehearsals like, <laughs> on his set either. You know that, right? There's no rehearsals yeah, on his it's set. Just like, um, um, I mean, Cameron? Duh. <laughs> uh, uh, duh. All right. Yeah, so Spielberg moves on. Are we? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we got two more left. Um, Pete Doctor and Danny Boyle. All right, all right. I don't know who the fuck Pete Doctor is, <laughs> but I've heard Danny Boyle's name a couple times. So I'm gonna go with him. I like the twenty. I like the the zombie movies he does, and I know that they're making a third one. Uh, I knew he threw his hat in the ring for Bond, but that didn't work out. There's some other stuff he's done that I like. Hold on, let me look Home up. Dog Millionaire. Ah, uh, no, that movie's ass. Oh. <laughs> do you do you seriously not know who Pete Doctor is? Not at all. Do you, do you, are you, I don't know if I know this about you. Are you an, you're an animated film fan, right? Uh, it depends. All right. Well, he's the, what, Joel, what are the four Pixar movies that Pete Doctor directed? Soul, Soul, Inside Out, Up, and Monsters, Inc. Are all Pete Doctor. Oh, yeah. I would never know that. But he's also, and this, this doesn't come into play because this is all about director. Right. He's, he basically is one of the original or not basically he's one of the original pixar guys he's part of the brain trust like yeah. every pixar film has pete doctor's name on it and his fingerprints on it in some way shape or form those are just the four <laughs> that he directed so pat you don't really know pete doctor all that well what if i told you that in the last round he beat clint eastwood <laughs> i would say that you guys are fucking frauds <laughs> Clint Eastwood yeah, sorry. is not only Paris to the not only the greatest the great one of the greatest movie stars of all time with a bunch of legendary iconic characters he has successfully transitioned into not only being a old dude but a phenomenal writer and director and he has created he, he created the best old racist guy movie ever they stopped making those movies the mule? no um no uh gran torino, torino. Gran yeah torino. the mule yeah, yeah. they stopped <laughs> the making mule. those movies Cameron's after gran torino after gran torino came out they stopped making those movies because they were just like we, he did it he got the pinnacle he did it they, they don't never make a better one of these i remember did, when that came did, out people wouldn't shut the fuck up about that movie how did that happen how did we how did we do that i don't even remember how. well because i, I think, I think this was one of those scenarios where and not saying that <laughs> pat's argument won't still stand but i think that was one of those scenarios where we we're all like look we love clint eastwood he's made some great films but if we're going straight back to the bones of what this thing was it's like yeah i'd rather watch this pixar film yeah. than you know watch whatever 
Yeah, you guys want to watch the 1517 to Paris? You want to watch <laughs> Richard Jewell or the Mule <laughs> or Jersey Boys? You guys want to watch those? I like Jersey Boys. Fun. All right. What's wrong with musicals, huh? <laughs> watch right, some motherfuckers like to sing. Okay. You guys see Hereafter? I don't even know that was no. a thing. That's the movie with uh, Matt Damon where like, he like can see the future or something like that. Danny Boyle directed nope. 127 hours. That's Yeah, is... that was him. Dude. Another so, movie that could have had a better ending. Alright, so which of the three of us to vote? Who Who's ready to go? Ryan, why don't you go? Okay, so I guess I'm ready to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that clearly wasn't me trying to pivot to somebody else going first. Clearly not. Um, no, I can I can scrounge this together. Um, I think I've said this in previous episodes. I think Danny Boyle's one of the most underrated directors working. Um, I don't think he's in that group of directors where you're like, oh, Danny Boyle's got a new movie coming out. I better make sure I go see this. But then, like, you'll go see something and, like, not even think about who was directing it. And then the movie ends, you're, like, directed by Danny Boyle. It's like, oh, shit, Danny Boyle did this? That was so good. I think that's what he has um, over, like, anyone else in this that's left in this competition is that we, we don't, like, we just go into films not knowing that they're his. Where So we don't have a preconceived notion going in of, like, oh, well, such and such directed this, so I'm, mo I'm probably going to like it. Um, so I don't know if that hurts him or helps him. I'm not sure with everybody. Um, but I, 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 I love Pete doctor's films. I, I'm a massive Pixar head. Um, um he had, I, I think not the to cut four you of off. Them it's just, yeah, it's, getting, it's getting very late here. Yeah. Um, we're, we're almost, yeah, we're almost done. So yeah. Yeah. So just, yeah, I'm a huge Pete doctor fan. Um, but I'm going to go with Danny Boyle on this one. Cameron, do you want to go or me? Yeah, I'm going with Pete Doctor on this. I mean, this is... I mean, Danny Boyle's recent stuff hasn't been good. Pete Doctor's never missed. Um, Soul is so good. Pete Doctor for me. Yeah, I like Danny Boyle as well. I really liked Yesterday, one of his more That's recent a great film. works. Um, 127 Hours, love it. Slumdog Millionaire is great, but I am also going to go Pete Doctor here. I'm just... At the end of the day, it's what I'd rather watch. So, okay. Um, so we're on the last one. Uh, we've got the Russo oh, brothers God. and Quentin Tarantino. Uh, so go ahead, Pat, take it away. <clears throat> How in the fuck did the Russo brothers beat Matt Reeves? That's what hey, I want. Hey, good question. Know. You'd have to ask Joel and Ryan. Are you guys fucking kidding me? They've never made a good movie without Kevin Feige. Look, okay, guys. I don't know if you know this about me. Matt Reeves made me care about monkeys, okay? Wow, somebody, somebody hasn't seen Mighty Joe Young. It, it, and it wasn't the Russo brothers. Either way, <laughs> um, it's obvious. This one's obvious. It's Quentin Tarantino. He's arguably the greatest director of all time. He's up oh there. God, He's certainly wow. in the conversation. Wow, um, okay. Um, uh, all right. There's not a single movie that he's made that I don't like. I've watched all of them, and uh, I love the fact that he still did the Hateful Eight, and that they made it a mini series on Netflix. That was cool as fuck. That was cool. I did like that. Um, I'll just get this out of the way real fast. Um, I love all the Marvel stuff the Russo brothers have done. Even I have to admit, though, the stuff that they've done outside of that, especially after. I don't like, know how you guys 
went like the f- I, i'm looking back why, at this. You, why are you interrupting you Those are, how, how dare you how dare you sir you you spoke your piece sorry um yeah i because i'm voting for quentin tarantino it it's not really a it's not really uh, much of a discussion for oh me. you guys pit matt reeves versus jj abrams man that's that'd be a hard one who saw who saw one. matt reeves pulling out ahead of that in that friendship i don't that's i we don't all think had, i did we all had a pinned as jj but no nope, it was matt mm-hmm. reeves all along all right but go rise on of skywalker rise of skywalker took many people out <laughs> yeah, i uh, sure did i'm the biggest tarantino guy of the group so it's no quite or it's, it's yeah it's obvious i'm going with tarantino here yeah, I'm just a big John Travolta fan, so. Um, the Russo <laughs> brothers directed the best Marvel movie ever made, so I'm going Russo brothers on this one. Sweet. And by that you mean Tarantino the Winter, moves on. By that you mean the Winter Soldier, right? Infinity no. War's the best Infinity War. Infinity War. Oh my God, who are these people? <laughs> we used right, to so we we used to be a civilization, you know that we used we were a civilized. We used to be a people. proper country. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'll just say that um as we before we started this uh, round of the bracket, I had already filled in all of the answers and I went eight for eight before. Oh we yeah, hundred percent. So it was <laughs> very very obvious who was going to win these matchups. It'll be much more difficult in the next round, but you'll have to stay tuned, everyone listening, for that next round. We'll get to that uh, in due time. But that concludes. This week's edition of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. And, of course, our guest from Press Any Key, Pat. Thank you so much for joining Thanks. us. Why don't you uh, tell all the people where they can find you and what you got coming up? Uh, Yeah, uh, thanks so much for having me. You can find all of our stuff on all social media at PressAnyKey.tv. Um, and, uh, yeah, and on YouTube and on any podcast app that you list a podcast on, you can find us Press Any Key. It's good times. All right. We have fun. Fantastic. And when uh when you search for those podcasts and all those different podcasting platforms, you could search for I'd like a refund there as well, because we'll most likely pop up too. And of course, you could check us out on all of our social media platforms. Uh you know all of them. You know where we're at. We got some fun, exciting things coming up in the future. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Deuces. Bye everyone. I'm not a man, 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 I'